0: rebel yellow i call cheetah piss
1: hello and welcome to dice like ice episode 32 i'm your host tony acton and with me as always the grommet to my wallace Andrew Mitchell. Jeez, Gromit. (laughs) I fucking love it, dude. You're my little beagle Uh, buddy. I haven't watched Wallace and Gromit in ages. Right? I was trying to think of a duo the other day at work, and uh, Big Connor was like, why don't you use Wallace and Gromit? I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to use Wallace and Gromit. That's a good one.
0: So here we are. Thank
1: you for the suggestion, Connor
0: uh fun fact about that studio the reason we hadn't heard anything out of them for a long time is because their studio burned down like 15 years ago
1: well yeah it started in what late 80s right
0: yeah uh well i think they did chicken run and that was like their last big thing and then uh studio burned down and then i think chicken run 2 actually recently came back i'm not 100 percent sure on that and i don't know if it's like cg or not so i'll have to do some research from that part but uh Yeah, I I, I hope that good stop-motion animation is going to be back in the cultural Mm. zeitgeist.
1: Well, uh, and also the guy who voiced um, Wallace passed away in, like, 2017, 2018. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. In an era. June 2nd, 2017. Holy shit, he was old as fuck.
0: I mean, at least he made it that far. (laughs) Yeah, uh,
1: born February 1st, 1921 fucking hell. Okay, yes, he right. was old as
0: fuck. He clearly... <laughs> he did quite well.
1: He clearly had British royal blood in him.
0: Yeah, he just limp on until almost Jesus 100. Christ. Christ alive. Alright, well, good for him. Good way to go, Wallace. And or Gromit. Fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was the Wallace.
0: Yeah, I don't think Gromit talks, so... <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, no, I think he just kind of makes noises.
0: Maybe, maybe he made the noises, too. You don't know.
1: I'm really about to look up the fucking voice actor for Gromit.
0: The, the Foley actor? I don't know.
1: <laughs> According to this, in the original 1989 Wallace and Gromit, the only cast member it has is Peter Silas.
0: I'm just going to assume that means he did everything. He I, sculpted I guess everything. So. He, did, he did all the backgrounds. He was Wallace and or Gromit. It's just everything. It's a way to go.
1: <laughs> Yet, if you click top cast... He is the only person in the cast. Cast, in credits right. order, Peter Salas.
0: I assume that means he was the only voice actor. I, I guess know. so. It could have just been a passion project. But I think I know of something that would have been able to help him through such a project oh, were he to do fine. it on his Hold own, on. <laughs> Tony. Okay,
1: yeah, I'm ready. That was a segue.
0: Yeah, <laughs> transition, segues, we got it. All we right, it. as always, this episode is sponsored by Grip and Rip. Ooh. There we go get that cap drop
1: oh you have a you have a capper
0: I got a capper gotta get that uh gotta get that audio
1: texture fair enough I I did a slow crack on mine to really just hope it got that nice like fizzy pop noise
0: that good psss.
1: yeah you know I need to okay, do good. a the nitro can one day so it just you know it's just an ear That oh, sounds like a fucking
0: rocket taking <laughs> right? off I love it
1: let's oh, put okay, the cap far enough
0: away I'm not gonna embed it in my heel whenever I stand up <laughs>
1: So what are you drinking, Andrew?
0: Are we... All right. Uh, well, today it is uh, getting close to spoopy season, so I had to get me uh, a, a standard pumpkin beer, but this one's pretty good. It's a Southern Tier Brewing, which has been on here four or five times now, I think. Um, Southern Tier Brewing Warlock Imperial Pumpkin Stout. So it's uh, 8.6-er by volume. This is a uh, pretty pretty good one.
1: Oh, man. It's almost time for year three of the Halloween Spooptacular.
0: We're getting there. Holy I also shit. went ahead and bought a six pack of the uh, Voodoo Ranger Atomic Pumpkin because they only ever get like four <laughs> of them in stock at the local liquor store. And I got to get at least one before they're sold out. Yeah, seriously. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, we're officially getting close to spoopy season and I'm a real fucking jazz because yeah. it's like it's a, it's a high of like 85 today, which, which is
1: really cool for Georgia. Oh, it's so <laughs> nice to only be in the upper 80s.
0: Like, you can walk from your car to whatever building you parked at and not immediately break out and flop sweat. It's awesome.
1: You can touch your steering wheel when you get into your car without your skin melting off.
0: Yeah, if you have leather seats, which thankfully I don't. I do. Uh, you don't immediately start cooking your ass when you sit down. <laughs> or if you're wearing shorts, you burn the back of your knee. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, what are you drinking today, Tony?
1: Uh, I'm doing an oldie but a goodie. One of my favorite Terrapin brews, I had a bunch of them up at Nova, so I grabbed some more when I got home, and that is the Classic Recreation Ale. I guess it's technically called the Recreational Ale, but no, we're going to combine that into Recreation Ale.
0: Uh, I know you've had that one fairly recently. What? I think you've had it on the podcast. I don't
1: know. I honestly don't know. Because you had
0: the you had the emergency drinking beer. Yeah, I had
1: time. the emergency drinking beer. I've had the Classic City longer. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. Yeah, it might be one of those ones that's like 10 plus episodes ago, yeah. so who knows.
1: Whatever. If I repeat a beer on an episode, it's a good beer.
0: That's that's my only repeat so far have been that as well. It's it's also kind of like water.
1: It's a four and a half, so. Mm.
0: I'm making up for your uh, your wimpy yeah. beer with my
1: 8.6. I could crack open the fucking Glid Levitt.
0: Oh, God. What's Just pour that? a little bit, bit of that in there. <laughs> have a recreation <laughs> ale mixed oh. drink.
1: No, you don't mix Glid <laughs> Levitt.
0: That'd be a waste of glitching. It's funny. Sure.
1: Uh, I forgot that um we still had a, a bottle stash where we play. Um, and Matt and I cracked that one open last night. When we were playing games. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean there wasn't a whole lot left in the bottle. We didn't finish it or anything. Mm. Just you know, a nice polish it off. Yeah, yeah. just a, a nice post Nova get together pour. Okay, okay. Oh man, so I'm sure you can hear it in both of our voices. It's uh it's been a little bit since we recorded. We got back from Nova uh, about a week and a half ago where Andrew caught the con crud, and then I seem to have caught something shortly after, but not from the con. I guess I got it from just fucking filthy-ass humans somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I think... uh... I never really got much in the way of symptoms of COVID. So I'm like 99% sure it wasn't COVID. Um, I think I might've got like a touch of the flu and was able to kind of fight it off before it properly kicked in. Cause I was, I kind of had like the fever and the shakes for a little yeah. bit there and not, didn't quite get full flu. And then from that point forward, I just, it was just a week of generic felt like shit. And just sleeping like fifteen hours a day. Uh it would be like, oh man, woke up from my ten hour sleep. I'm gonna have a cup of coffee and then take another nap. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was fucking miserable. And then this past week we're, you know, back to work and everything's just been so low energy, which is combo of recovering from sick and also uh come down from Nova, you know, I got, I got the post Nova blues a little man, bit there. Probably best so. the
1: real world sucked. It sucks shit. I yeah. want to go back to Nerd Summer Camp. <laughs> right? Man. I just can we just do that year round?
0: Yeah, just like every weekend, just go fucking do a super fucking nerd tournament with all kinds of stuff and way too much drinking.
1: Andrew, when I become King Sandwich Czar, that's my plan. Oh King and a czar, Jesus. No, 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 no. King of the Sandwich Czars, like
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grand King, Emperor, <laughs> Sandwich Czar, Pooh Tony.
1: Right. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Ken, for the new name on the Badcast Discord. I am now the traveling sandwich baron, according to him, which uh, I'm kind of okay with, actually.
0: Yeah, kind of. It, it, it makes me think of the Resident Evil 4 gun merchant where you just open your your big trench coat and go, ha oh, what are you buying? And it's just fucking hoagies strapped
1: to the inside Whoa. of your, your coat. <laughs> Have some body temperature, sweaty meat. You want some provolone, kid? <laughs> oh, man. So uh, the episode's going to follow the mostly same layout as normal, but with a couple of different. Yeah, I was going to
0: ask with with hobby progress, which is, of course, coming up uh, spoilers for those who haven't listened yeah. before, I guess. Uh, do we want to throw in the Nova stuff that we got or do we want to save that for a Nova specific section?
1: Uh, Well, we both bought lots of random little things at Nova. So instead of going over it in detail, how about we talk about purchases at Nova and just bring up a couple of our favorite things we got?
0: okay okay because i got a little bit of hobby progress before then and now a little bit of hobby progress after that and i actually took moderately decent notes so i could probably bullet down this pretty fast
1: okay uh well then yeah let's just let's just kick through it all at once then let's fucking call it right. audible much uh much like the eagles just did because jalen hurts and the eagles just scored and Kirk cousins looks like he's about to cry on the sideline and that makes me happy yeah sports ball yeah hobby progress
0: so uh <laughs> you're good so starting off pre-nova uh, i went ahead and painted up the chaos space marine kill team um which is pretty much just the basic Legionnaire kit with a couple of different head options so it's got the one guy who's got like the claw that's a little bit mutated like he's about to become possessed but not quite you got the guy with the really big chain axe who's got the happy face like fucking uh uh oh, why am i blanking on the actor's name god damn it batman uh My, what ford v ferrari uh american psycho what the fuck why can't i make it think of his name christian bale christian bale there we go he's got the what christian a, bale smile what like what he's
1: wait of all the christian bale movies batman i get ford v ferrari that's where you you're not even gr- a fucking car guy why is that the movie you went to it's actually a really good I'll movie equilibrium. like like the fucking, oh,
0: equilibrium sucks
1: you fucking fuck off
0: Fucking dime store matrix over here. Yeah, it's great. It's awful. Gun God is so fucking stupid. Oh, oh, so let's take it. Let's take a drug that that hides our emotions, but everybody somehow looks angry all the time. Oh, that's how this works. Andrew, it
1: sounds like you are hey. committing a sense offense, sir. <laughs> <That movie> sucks.
0: <laughs> Sean Bond dies in like eight seconds, though. He he's in and out of that movie. He does okay. not care. Hey,
1: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, there, anyway, there's so many movies you could have gone with.
0: It's, it's just what came to mind. I think it was probably because those were the two most recent that I had seen with Christian Bale. So I was like, yeah, Batman and Ford v Ferrari, obviously. <laughs> the Ford v Ferrari is <laughs> fantastic. I actually own that movie.
1: It actually is. Yeah, it's a really good movie. What if it's the fucking Prestige? You could have gone with the Prestige. I haven't watched it in the past year. It wasn't on my mind. Irving <laughs> Her <Herbity and laughs> Salvation? What are some others he's been in? Uh, fucking Reign of is. Fire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right that one i know you know sucks but it's at least fun to watch
1: i love that movie it's so it's bad, so dumb I but i love it so much remember
0: when we we're talking about hobby progress anyway so one of the legionnaires has the big chain axe and he's got the big smile like christian bale in american psycho when he's killing people with an axe that's where this whole tangent went from jesus christ so i got them painted Uh, I also finished off my Chaos Land Raider and Vindicator. Uh, They were like 80% done because I speed painted them for the the RTT. Uh, I just went back and did some weathering, touched up the skulls, stuff like that. So now they're just actually ready for the tabletop. Uh, I also finished up the Dark Commune, which was really fun because it was that fun mix of uh, lots of robes and random bits and bobs like the Chaos Cultists have, but since they're a little bit extra special and funky they also had a lot of good like flesh tones so there's that one guy who's got like a tentacle coming out from under his robe that I got to paint all gross and the one guy that's just a fucking head in a weird contraption vice thing that's leeching blood from some other guy which is really gross and fun who's the psyker so I gave him all kinds of fun glowy powers but fun stuff like that you know he's, he's, he's got like cracks coming between his his big fucking pulsing brain and glowing eyes and stuff it was good it's a good kit I like it a lot uh, moving on to purchases from Nova <clears throat> clear yes. my throat because uh, there's <laughs> there's a bit uh, so starting off hang on Ugh. burp. there it is get that get that out of the way we got the event exclusive Dark Oath Chieftain it's the uh, big barbarian boy who's in that really cool love running pose love yeah. it has two head options. He's got the one that's got kind of the uh, emo lead singer swoopy side shaved haircut thingamajig where it's really long on one side but not on the other. Has a cool eye patch. I elected to take the other one, which was the shaved head guy with the big beard who's just got like an eye that's gouged out, who I, I choose to think is the older version of the previous one. Um, really cool model. Very dynamic. Perfect for just like a DD and d barbarian or a Dark Oath chieftain um i also finally finally got the master of possession they did a solo launch of it so i didn't have to spend 135 fucking dollars on ebay for it uh who i'm actually currently working on right now uh i spent like most of last night painting him and as a solo paint job he went super fast i'm like 85 percent done with him already uh, so really good kit. Really excited to have him on my team finally. Uh, I also picked up some Felgore Ravagers for Kill Team, mm-hmm. who I've been wanting for ages because those Beastman models are fucking dope. That's a, a, yet again, another perfect kit for Kill Team, 40k, Necromunda Weirdos, just whatever you want. You can take them in you know base size, you could just run them as like Goliath rules or something if you wanted to. Really fucking cool models, awesome chaos cultists, whatever you need them for. Uh, I did finish painting them earlier this week Uh, because that's one good thing about being a little bit sick and not wanting to do anything, is you can stay in and paint. (laughs) Uh, Still have to base them, of course, but that's always what I do at the end of an army. Uh, Past them, more fun stuff. We got Boa Constrictor for Blood Bowl. Gotta have those 20 fucking S's in there. Uh, Got him built and primed already, but haven't started on him, because he's going to be a whole thing. Haven't decided how I want to paint him yet, but I'm probably going to do some really bright, wacky colors, so he'll be a fun project. Um... I picked up a, I'm pretty sure it's Juan Diaz, but I'm not 100%, but I got one of the really awesome old Masks of Slaanesh, but in metal, uh, from the Bits guys that were at Nova. Um, Got it for like 20 bucks, which was an awesome steal because the new one is like $35 before tax and everything, and I think the metal one might actually look a little bit better. So I I saw that and I was just like insta-buy, I didn't even have to think about it. So I'm super happy to find that. Uh, I picked up a Metal Goblin Shaman for my Gits, one of the fun old ones. I'm just going to use him as the, um, not the Fungoid Cave Shaman, the other even cheaper one. Madcap Shaman, that's it. <laughs> uh, very characterful, not quite like one of the crazy early 90s ones. This one's probably like 2001 to 2005-ish. He's, he looks a little more modern in a sculpt, but it's still really cool and still metal, which is what I was looking for. Uh, I picked up two or three metal dwarves from a Frostgrave warband just because there were some cool sculpts that I needed to add onto it, and I had an absolute fucking blast painting up that gang last time I got them at Nova, so uh, very excited to do that. Got a few non model things. I picked up the really cool desk mat that has all the second ed uh, codex covers. That's currently got my keyboard and mouse on on top of them right in front of me. And uh, that just brings me so much joy to look down and see Abaddon's big goofy face and look over to the left. There's a fucking uh, assassin with his big goofy skull helmet. And then you got the fucking weird muscle Cadian Rambo looking some bitch. Or not Cadian, Catachan Rambo looking some bitch staring at me. It's glorious and totally worth it uh picked up a few things for my iron warriors i got some of the um iron warriors horus heresy dice with the skulls on them because they got the they got that fun iron warriors logo and i also got some event exclusive objective markers so i got the big fun uh, caution stripe yellow objective markers to slap down on the table and break everybody's immersion because they totally don't blend in with any terrain and i'm okay with that um Let's see, let's see, what else did I get? Uh I also picked up some bespoke gets dice from the Baron of yep. Dice Booth, who we ended up actually chatting with, and he was yeah. a really cool dude. Dude,
1: super cool.
0: Yeah. Uh you ended up chatting with him for like twenty or thirty minutes. Yeah, right? no.
1: Well, okay. So I'll I'll tell that story when we get to that part of it.
0: Okay, cool. So I got some uh, bespoke gets dice, got the bad moon on them, love them to death, super fun. Um I guess I can go to the stuff that came in the Dwarf Nova bag, or do you want to save that for the actual like Nova uh, we'll, Nova section? We'll talk
1: about that in the actual Nova Nova section.
0: Okay, because I had some stuff, but uh, yeah, it was uh, its own thing. Um, I also got a, a late birthday gift from Phil, who he purchased this at Nova, so I'm counting it. Where he picked up a box of the old Gene Stealers for me because mm-hmm. he knew I was getting into the new Tyranids. So thank you, Phil. Super fun. Remind me Wednesday.
1: Uh, and is this is the eight Gene Stealer box, right? Yes. Remind me I Wednesday, and I'll uh, I'll dig out two of my random extra jeans dealers, and bring them to you, because oh, they run squads do. of five and ten now, I believe.
0: Yeah. Um, and then friend of the show Ken Valentine showed up and uh, being a fucking minch like he always is is just donating stuff <laughs> to people Seriously? he's just like hey do you want a thing here's a thing here's a six pack of beer here's my fucking liver while we're at it uh, I offhandedly mentioned that I wanted to pick up a Zolkath the Zote but I didn't see one at the GW booth and then like a fucking wizard shows up the next day and is just like here you go sir and he just has like a half painted Zol- or uh, mostly painted Zolkath the Zote he's just like here have it and I'm like what do you want and he's like "Oh, nothing just take it I'm like oh okay thanks dude so uh shout out to Ken you're fucking real one yeah seriously so uh uh, joining my boa constrictor for my lizardman uh, Blood Bowl team sometime soon will be that big weird fucking guy. So that's going to be super fun. And then last, but certainly not least, uh, I had been lusting after the Pertorabo miniature the entire time because I was on, I'm on my Iron Warriors kick and I saw they had the Forge World Pertorabo at the GW booth at Nova and I'm like ooh, I really want to get that. It's $140 fucking dollars though before tax and I If I'd have seen him first, I might have impulse purchased him, but this is after everything else I've already just discussed that I purchased. So, uh... my my funds were low. I was at just that last little bit where I'm like, I got like one more kinda okay size thing I can justify purchasing to myself. And this has been like a running joke all weekend Mm -hmm. where we'd walk by the GW booth and Tony would fucking elbow me and be like, Perturabo. And I'm like, nah man, I can't get him. And then we'd swing back by and I'm, oh, Perturabo. Ah, no, no. And then we go to the Bits guy one last time and Tony's like, hey, Perturabo. What? (laughs) They had a fucking like scratch and dent Perturabo at the Bits booth. Like the only thing wrong with him is he's missing his hammer, which kind of a big thing but i can 3d print and or uh cobble one together from bits and he's missing one of the ammo belts on his guns and that's it like it was it was just a whole ass perturabo and they sold them for half price and that was one of those things where i was like ah it's not missing that much they'll probably only take like 20 bucks off and they're like 70 bucks sold <laughs> so i have fucking perturabo for my iron warriors i uh, just got to Gotta gotta get a hammer for him, and he's pretty much good to go. So that'll be a fun project for me at some point in the very near future.
1: Told you I would talk you into buying him.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> it helped that we found a nice half-priced one. We so, did, uh, we did. Yeah, so that's uh, that's my hobby progress, which is a pretty good bit, mostly buying. Yeah, that's. So how about you, Tony? What what did you impulse purchase at Nova?
1: Well, uh, let's start pre Nova. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as astute listeners know, Andrew and I did the doubles on Thursday. Uh, We were testing out lists. I decided to go with a twin Warp Lightning Cannon list with my Skaven. Because, you know, as much Skaven shit as I owned, I assumed I had a second Warp Lightning Cannon. Which, oddly, I didn't. So, I ordered one. It was supposed to be here the Thursday before we left for Nova. It showed up the Monday afternoon before we left for Nova. So, I was like, fuck. Uh, Ended up getting that, building it, priming it, painting it, basing it all within about five hours.
0: Yeah, this was a fucking like, monument to speed painting, yeah. even for you.
1: And it actually looks better than my original one, which is hilarious. It's, <laughs> the, all, it's almost, yeah, it's almost like after I paint hundreds of Skaven things, I get kind of used to painting them. But yeah, yeah. I, was, uh, I was blessed by the weather gods in the fact that it was actually a nice enough afternoon and evening to prime. Uh, otherwise, I was going to do brush on primer and hate myself forever. So, uh, got that knocked out pre-NOVA, uh, got the Cities of Sigmar box that showed up, like, right after we got back from NOVA, and out of that box, I built the Marshal and his little envoy, and I went with the hammer and shield, because it just looks way more badass on him.
0: Of course you did. Yeah, because it's
1: fucking cooler. Uh, I also instead of using one of his weird bear heads or the stupid twin-tail comet crest helmet thing, I ended up going with the, the like, gate helmet from the um, Cavaliers that was in all the previews. So I cut and puttied that down so it fits. So he's quite an imposing little lad standing there.
0: Is he the one that had the option where you could give him two big fucking guns if you wanted to?
1: Yeah, but looking at him, like... I don't know. It, it In my in my brain cannon head thoughts of it, like he's just going to sit there with all the troops with this big fucking hammer, like goddamn Robert Baratheon. And then when something hits the line, he's just going to mash it or get mashed. Fair enough. Uh, then I got 10 of the steel steel helms. I believe they're called built out of it, which are just like the the normal infantry guys. Like and yeah, yeah, exactly. Which I really like those models. They're super customizable. Um, i've got 10 more of them to build and the cavalier still to build my god you can customize the shit out of those cavaliers dude
0: i love that from all the stuff i'm seeing of the new cities of sigmar boxes they they reeled it back to like old early 2000s warhammer where it's just like whatever arm you want fucking goes on yeah. there whatever head you want goes on there go
1: nuts these definitely feel like instead of like the new sculpts where it's like no 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 arm 31 and 32 have to go with torso 30 here it's the legs and the torsos go together so the poses make sense but you can put any arm from it on there uh, which i I
0: do really like how amazing some of these mono sculpts are like some of these new new models are fucking incredible you can only get them in mono pose but i like that for like rank and flank infantry type dudes because if you're gonna have 30 or 40 of them you kind of want to be able to mix and match Mm -hmm. so you don't have to have 12 of the same guy
1: yeah and they feel they feel like just really good updated old empire kits like the scale is really good with them they're still like heroic and a little doofy big heads and hands but they're not the comic ones they were before and they're also not really, really slender like the new guard where they just look like normal humans. They definitely still no, have that like element the,
0: to it. They definitely nailed the vibe of yeah. old school while while still looking very Age of Sigmar.
1: Yeah, these things look straight out of Mordheim and I fucking love it.
0: One day, Tony. One day we'll get Oh, time.
1: I know. Uh, speaking of old Empire minis, when we were walking through the GW booth, uh, I picked up the... Same math that you did, and I got um, the Commissar's Duty event exclusive model. <laughs> <Yeah>. Commissar. <laughs> well done. Um, but that, That's a great one. He's just, just standing there po- pointing his bolt pistol like he's about to just dome somebody. Which, you know, it's a little pricey for a Commissar model, but uh, I buy all the other fucking exclusive minis, so why not? It's... It's a special one, and we're marks. And we're, we are we are definitely marks. But then we were walking around, and I was looking at other stuff to buy because um, they gave us a ten dollar off coupon. GW did for their. I hesitated to call it a booth because it was a fucking store.
0: Yeah, they they kind of just had like a like a thirty foot long just fucking like flash store set up. Yeah. it was it was it was pretty much the equivalent of just like an actual GW store with
1: three times the stock with Forge World. Yeah. Uh, And we were walking around that, and I saw a couple of the old white Citadel boxes. I was like, what the fuck are in these? Uh, It was mostly gyrocopters, because those things suck absolute shit.
0: As we found out in the duo. tournament.
1: (laughs) Uh, But one of them was a box of old Empire greatswords, which they discontinued like fucking, I want to say like six or seven months ago. Uh, and I was like, oh, you know, man, if I had another coupon, I'd get it and I'd put it back. And then as we were fucking walking out, Genesis was like, hey, do you want my $10 coupon? I was like, god damn it! So I had, uh, I had the great swords and they are now built.
0: Uh, and they're, that's another one because they're discontinued. They're like, you got them for 60 at the GW booth minus 10 for that coupon. Uh, f- but like, 55.
1: They were 55.
0: They're like they're like 120 bucks on eBay right now for an unopened box. It's ridiculous. Which
1: they're going to come right back when old world comes back cuz that is a staple unit for empire.
0: And that's a and that's a new enough cool enough kit they might not even need to update it. No, they probably will. That
1: kit went but, together like a dream. Uh it yeah. was it was a little bit awkward to kind of figure out how their hands went because the handle of the sword was technically two pieces because you know, hmm. it's a it's a two-handed sword and It wasn't necessarily, like, it had a specific way, but they, it's kind of hard to describe without showing, so great, great fucking radio here. It was almost like two little pegs that kind of slotted together in the hands, so you knew it lined up correct. It was great. They were super easy to build. Um, Let's see. Then I got, uh, oh, oh, there goes my brain. Oh, I got a box of the... Votan kill team that I cannot for the life of me remember what the fuck they're called.
0: Hearthkin, something or another. Yeah. Uh,
1: Because I want to convert them into Skaven and stuff like that and just totally rat them up. That way I could use them for kill team and for Necromunda. Um, then I was talking to Joseph and he showed interest in them so I was like well here you go have this box and then Ken's like oh I was trying to get rid of a box let me mail you a box of them so yeah, I
0: like to, I want to reiterate that until recently his name was old freeload Ken on the podcast
1: discord it's like what are you freeloading you're, <laughs> you're, you're the one giving everything away I, I think, yeah, but you're like one of my kidneys <laughs> I think free offloading just didn't fit so so I got anyway. yeah I got the uh, the game envy wet palette from the game envy guys last Year, Matt and I both bought one. This year they had some paint holders for Vallejo paint, so I picked up a pair of those. They are beautiful and they are great. They were only like 20, 26, 27 bucks a piece and they hold god, they probably hold 30 give or take of the Pro Acryl paints and five brushes after uh, that. Yeah, got a set of brushes from a booth that I cannot fucking remember the name of the people. It wasn't the no, it wasn't the Magnum Opus guys. Uh, oh, Aris Opus? No, it wasn't those guys. It was the other. It was the same booth we bought our cool arts from. Uh I don't know. Yeah, but uh, I bought a set of their brushes. They also gave us free dry brushes, which was pretty fucking cool. Which I haven't used mine yet. Have you used yours yet?
0: Nope, I've not uh, been doing any skin lately. Uh, I
1: totally forgot that I had them, to be honest with you. Uh, then I went over to the Baron of Dice guy, and I bought the fucking dice that I've been just jonesing about for, I don't know, a year at this point, since Nova last year. For my Imperial Guard tank army. They are red, white, and blue frosty dice. The pips are all stars. And the six is a Lehman Russ. They are my Freedom Tank dice, and I love them so much. Uh, they also roll pretty <laughs> um, solid.
0: You need the you need to find you need like make a custom mat so whenever you it's got like a pressure pit plate, so whenever you roll the dice on it, it just starts playing the uh, America Club. song. I was thinking that yeah. as well.
1: <laughs> um so, also from him, since I've started picking up Battletech stuff, I picked up a set of his Battletech dice with the Clan Ghost Bear logo on it. Got, uh, Danielle a gigantic fucking, like, palm-sized hand-poured resin D20 that was all sparkly, so she had a fit over that. And then I bought uh, a little bit of Battletech stuff.
0: That's it? Just just a little bit of Battletech just,
1: stuff? Just a little bit of... No, uh, yeah, so I... We got I got a, a start set in the Supernova bag, and then I picked up um, two more lances and a uh, the the Clan Invasion box, and started to go hog wild. And here's the list of all of the mechs that I've painted so far. Andrew, you ready? I'm gonna take a quick nap. Yeah, we've got a locust, we've got an adder, we've got a hunchback, we've got a dire wolf, we've got the mist lynx, we've got the storm crow, we've got the fire falcon, we've got the shadow cat. We've got the Summoner, also known as the Thor. And uh, I am also painting a Shadow Hawk, and that one's in Robotech scheme. Hell yeah. And I think. Oh, and I also had to paint up uh, two more Skaven linemen for Slaughter Day. And I think that was all my hobby progress.
0: I also missed one, another late birthday gift ah. from you, actually. You got me a, uh, a little wooden dice tray that had mushrooms oh, on the yes. inside of it for my Gits. And that was super cool. And I used it when I played a uh, song of ice and fires matrix game by cool minis or not at one point. Yes. Nova, And uh, it, it did me good. I'll get into that later.
1: Yeah. Joseph got one of those as well, which is where we saw it first, but um, that, that was an awesome vendor. They're fire and ash, a S H E on uh, I think they're on Etsy as well, but they'll, they'll do custom orders if you can get it big enough, but they were super friendly. Um, I don't remember My bag
0: has smelt like wood smoke ever since And it's great
1: Yeah, uh, Wes was with me And we sat there and talked to her and her husband For probably a good 20-30 minutes Which is kind of just my MO, apparently, I guess
0: Boy, I'm glad you're the friendly one
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that was all of the hobby progress I had Which was a staggering amount, actually
0: yeah, not not too bad. Uh purchases uh, counting are a big thing. With uh with Nova and our our, our well known uh ironclad impulse purchase control oh, that we have.
1: Shit, yeah. I also bought a uh another warband for Frostgrave of Vampires. <laughs> from from Toledo you know, just... From the Toledo Game Room guys.
0: Oh god, that was thankfully i was able to avoid them a little bit more than i did the previous year because we we spent so much time at that booth in in 2022 but uh i did still end up giving them a quite
1: a bit i also had some more hobby progress that i remember when i was taking the dog out oh fun uh yeah i got a whole bunch of katie and stuff and another baneblade from david oh, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then bought another warhound titan
1: no not yet Why is my mouse not not working? Got to build the first one first. I guess. Yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, we played some games at Nova, but I had some games outside of Nova. Did you have any games outside of Nova?
0: Just the one, and it was with you. So I guess we'll kind of like slide this into your hobby progress and just start with my one game, I suppose, where uh, we did a AOS doubles game versus Phil and Elias. uh, I totally forgot about that. That wasn't even in my notes. Yeah, so uh, this one was a funny one where we took our we took our Nova lists, which uh, we weren't like trying to meta game or anything really. We just took what sounded fun, which of course meant Tony Skaven, I took Trogs because yeah. you know and Doom, follow maybe. your fucking follow your fucking spirit yeah. animal. Stroom and Doom. Shroom and Doom, yeah, uh, and then Phil and Elias both took uh, Death, so they Phil took Soul Light Gravelords, Grave Lords and Elias took Flesh Eater Quartz, and they went fucking meme heavy and took a shitload of Terror guys <laughs> and Zombie Dragons, and it was one of those games where I was like, oh, cool. We're going to do this, huh? We're just going to shit out six mortal wounds every time you bite me, huh? Oh, boy, this is going to be fun. Which is uh, interesting, because somehow we ended up fucking winning, even though we did not deserve to win. We lost this game in all but numbers. Like, (laughs) the entire time, I was just like, no, we lost. There's no way we're coming back from this. And then somehow we managed to just limp along for, like, what, four rounds, I think it was, before we pretty
1: much killed them? Yeah, we Uh, we should not have won that game. The double turn. The double turn is the only reason we won that.
0: Double turn. Genuinely the only turn. Only reason we won it all, which, uh, you know, that's the reason for the double turn. I still don't necessarily agree with it, but it worked out in our favor, so eh. But uh, no, my my trog boss survived a lot of attacks that he shouldn't have. The fucking four plus ward save on the glowy house is a fucking clutch sometimes. He didn't
1: eat it the entire tournament. I've I've never
0: i've never eaten it in in third edition wow. like since awesome. since they've updated the battle tome i haven't eaten it because they changed it to where i don't have to roll for every failed wound i just roll at the end of the phase mm-hmm. as long as it's not a one that's it so uh yeah he he that four up ward safe has been doing fucking work
1: yeah, but yeah no i uh
0: i will say fucking like uh in all but actuality elias and phil won that game uh, there's yeah. no we should not have won But we did, so there you go. That's our only game I played. How about you, Tony? What did you do before Nova? Uh,
1: Well, I've got two before, or, yeah, two before, two after, so I'm just going to run through all four of them real quick. They were all league games for the 40K League I'm in, and this league, unlike most of them, which is just kind of a for funsies league, this one is structured kind of similar to an RT, where the points and the wins actually matter. Uh, The first one I played against uh, Bobby... And their Tyranids. And that was a, a really long, drawn-out slog. It was a monster mash list versus my tanks. Um, so, you know, we've seen how those goes. Those are always really, really close games with me. So this one, I ended up pulling out the victory 53-43. And it it went all the way to turn 5. Uh, the only real, like, big memorable moment from it was I forgot that when you shoot a Carnifex, they get to move. So... Uh, in the charge phase I overwatched a carnifex and it ended up charging me through that and ripping one of my Lehman Russes in half which which took me off of an objective and really swung that game back towards Bobby. I was able to dig my way back out of it but it uh it it took some doing that's for damn sure um and then the next game I played in the league was against Jack also tyrannids surprise fucking surprise i've I've got a type apparently and it helps
0: that they have very cool models now
1: yeah but this was a different tyrannid list this one was almost no monsters and a whole bunch of swarm infantry and you know what my tanks really like to fuck with
0: Hmm, other tanks
1: yes actually but also swarm infantry because uh blast is mean as shit oh yeah Uh, i scored my very first 100 in that game and it was wow. a hundred to fifty-five victory, uh, and it was, uh it, it was over in turn three. Like, damn, it was just like bottom bottom of turn three. They had almost nothing left. Like I was now, just blast is brutal. Yeah,
0: especially especially with something where you're taking like twenty man bricks of hormagons mm-hmm. or termagants or whatever. Because what is it? It's for every five you get an additional hit. So <laughs> yeah,
1: and the the rough part for him was. My Rogel Dorn was like seven inches away from, uh, I think it was like five gene stealers or ten gene stealers led by the Broodlord or something like that. It was I was seven, so we needed a six-inch charge to get to me, and he fucking he rolled a like a four, re-rolled it to snake eyes, and mm. I, I overwatched and killed every one of the gene sealers in Overwatch with a Dorn, and the Broodlord was just standing there just fucking dick in his hand for my next shooting phase. Yikes. Yeah, it was was brutal. Uh, Speaking of brutal, uh, it rolls into the third game, which was against another person in our local group, Mulch, who plays my knights. (laughs) I think Mulch actually has more reps with my knights than I do at this point.
0: Oh, easily. Yeah. No question.
1: Uh, we both play very, very aggressively, so we both deployed very far forward. Uh, I got first turn, and in my first opening salvo, I killed Canis Rex, the little dude Canis Rex that fell out of the night. Two or what? One Warglaive, one Helvren. Uh, the Helvren exploded, killing most of an extraction squad. Uh, and in response, Mulch got a sent, and it just that was just kind of the name of the game, like. I was passing saves and couldn't miss, and mulch just could not fucking hit the broadside of a barn. To put it in perspective, the Rogal Dorn got charged by two perfect health war glaives. Um, in the first round of combat, it got taken from. It got shot for six wounds out of the gate, so it was down to 12. And then they put enough wounds on it to drop it down to one. That was the turn one charge. Uh, at the bottom of turn, or the top of turn, top top of turn four, uh, was when I killed Mulch's last night on the table, and that was the Warglaive that was still in close combat with the Dorn and hadn't removed the last wound yet. Jeebus, dude, I was like, yeah. What are the chances of me actually making all six of these four-up invulnerable saves, Mulch? hundred percent. I was like, what are the chances of me doing it again? It it was hundred percent again. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I got to see Mulch go through all five stages of fucking grief. Like, it just, was
0: just you, you you, reach acceptance, you lose the game, yeah. and you go home. Yeah.
1: Uh, so that was my second hundred point win. And it was one hundred to forty three on that one. Jesus. And then I fucking got to. Yeah.
0: Meta buster Tony over uh, here. Yeah.
1: My fucking hyper meta tank list that were so bad. They all got point drops in the fucking data slate.
0: Yeah. I like how like like popular opinion on imperial guard is that they suck shit right now but like i I guess that's if you take infantry i don't know if there's a lot of people doing the the fucking heavy metal parking lot like you
1: are but well the thing is most people who play tanks keep their tanks just sitting back and shooting i'm fucking just zooming mine all over the board like i'm playing fucking mad max
0: i mean why wouldn't you As, as long as the person you're playing doesn't have nothing but meltas, you're okay well
1: even then even then like that that's the, the game I played against Phil last night, which is the fourth one of my league games. He had two warwalkers with bright lances, two fire prisms, uh guardians with bright lance, ten fucking Wraith Guard who should just melt tanks. But uh turn one, I killed all ten Wraith Guard. Wow. With the Dorn and Lehman Russes, fucking while they were in cover, poor Phil could just not make a two-up save to save his life last night. Like it was, it was fucking brutal. He also doesn't have a lot of reps in with forty K or Eldar, which doesn't help because it's like you know, I was playing my GT list into him, so it's it's a list I've played probably thirty games with at this point. So he I,
0: doesn't quite know the most like efficient way to run his Eldar
1: yet. Exactly. Um, but that was a, that was a rough you're one. You're just on kicking him.
0: the puppy while he's down.
1: Yeah, that's okay. Which is also
0: probably the only the only way you're going <laughs> to beat Eldar. Somebody's yeah. not 100 percent on how to play them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I also was able to kill a um, uh, fire prism with an across-the-board long bomb through cover shot with its big gun, and he failed four saves on it, and that was the 12 damage it took to kill it.
0: Like, d- uh, does he take the Incarn or the Avatar?
1: No, he was taking the okay. Incarn until the Incarn went up comically in points.
0: I was about to say, those are the two things that, uh, until the points increase, everybody took.
1: Yeah, well, we we played post-update, so... Okay. Uh, I ended up... I it, the uh, This one went till turn three, yeah. Uh, Phil didn't draw his secondary cards for turn three. And it was a 93-47 ah. win. That'll do it. Yeah. But, you know, him and I were talking after the game, and it's like, it would be the exact same as if I take, um, like, my Caradron Overlords or my Cities of Sigmar list and play it into his Soulblight GT list. It's just going to dick kick me, because, mostly because he knows how to pilot. Like, even if I took a meta list into him, which his Eldar list was not a meta Eldar list. It was an Eldar list that is Eldar that he's had that he thinks are cool models that are fun, and they were which is the way you play gorgeous. if you're not preparing
0: for a GT. Yeah,
1: it fills Eldar fucking beautiful.
0: Yeah, no, he did a fantastic job painting them. Yeah,
1: so that was uh, that was all of my games played.
0: Uh, do you have a third game? Because we skipped straight to the fi- the Phil's game.
1: The third game was the Mulch game, Bobby Jack mulch, okay. Phil.
0: Bobby Jack Mulch. Okay, yeah, okay, cool to make sure you didn't forget anything. Um, yeah, so I guess that's everything pre-NOVA then. Yeah. Huh?
1: So uh, so let's kind of roll into NOVA. We'll, we'll kind of break it day by day, I guess. And then the reveal, we'll talk about the reveals and any of the other stuff that they've shown after, which isn't a lot.
0: I was going to say we could do the reveals first, because that was Wednesday, technically?
1: It was. So we'll,
0: yeah, we'll so start were...
1: Wednesday, and we'll start with the reveals, I guess, even though stuff happened before the go. reveals.
0: I mean, yeah, we, we talk about the trip and stuff, of course, obviously.
1: Okay, okay. But... <laughs> All right, fine. Well, let's... You know. Yeah, so Wednesday was the reveals, so we'll go ahead and do, do that segment.
0: All right, we'll get that out of the way. All right.
1: <laughs> Andrew, what do you want to pick off of it?
0: Oh, I mean... i'll I'll just skip ahead of all the big space marine reveals because uh they did something that cuts straight to my cold dark heart they gave me a fucking named troll hero we're getting Trug the trogoth king baby and i am so (laughs) fucking
1: excited oh my god the best butt crack in all of the realms
0: which is saying a lot, because all the trolls are showing off some mighty crack. Like, literally every troll model has some crack going on. And, uh, uh, truck got them all beat. That's how you know he's the king. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I'm aware... he's fucking huge. He's pretty big. He's, uh, he's not quite, like, mega gargant size, but he's, um, as tall as a Dankhold Trogoth is, standing straight up, and he's, like, all hunched over, because he has this big fucking, like, waystone thing on his back. Mm-hmm. But, um... As far as I'm aware, he hasn't been mentioned in the lore previously, so he's just a new thing for this uh, Dawnbringers Crusade that they're doing, which doesn't bug me in the slightest. Um, fucking cool model. He apparently fell asleep in the realm of life, so he's got like these big fucking antlers growing out of his head when he woke up. Somebody wilt- went and built like a portal on top of him, so he's got these like ancient ruins on his back with all kinds of corpses and like skeletons and shit. He's got a little tiny baby troll that's hanging out on top of one of his antlers. Uh, he's got a fucking club that's made out of a giant conch shell which is just hilarious to me Um, ah, it's just, it's gonna be great and they have revealed some of his rules recently, which uh, he's going he gonna be fucking mean. He gonna be mean. So he's got the imbued with life rule. So uh, he doesn't have the thing like a denkle trog boss does where he does D6 to regen. He just does a flat three plus D3. So he is always getting back at least four wounds every single hero phase, which is amazing. He's got 16 wounds. He's a monster, which is our first troll specific monster unless you take a general ability to make your trog boss mm-hmm. one. Um, he has a thing where every hero face he can choose to bonk the laystone on his back which uh, you roll a d6 and it gives you something different. If you roll one, he takes d3 mortal wounds because it does a different glyph from every different realm of whatever. So the Shyish rune hurts him. If you get the Gur rune, he does plus one attack to all of his melee weapons. If he does the Akshi one, he improves the Rind on all of his weapons by one. If he does the Hish one, every time this unit takes a command on a two, you get a command point back, so you just
1: get free commands. That one's wild because all of his stuff splashes to other Troncs, correct?
0: That's what I was going to say at the end of this. But yeah, um, like if you take him as the general, this ability goes to every fucking troll in the army. So it's, you can just do wild shit with them. Uh, On a five, you get the Glyph of Olgu, so unmodified hit rolls of six made with missile weapons are the only thing that can hit them. You can't, so like, they can actually weather a Lumineth or a Caradron Overlord army unless they hit a six, and that's it. Um, And if you roll a six on that, you also get the Glyph of shaman, so everybody has a ward save of a five up, which I'm thinking is probably the only way he could get a ward save. I got got a feeling he's not going to be able to take the Glowy House it, because he would be unstoppable at that point um and also it's a little redundant with rock gut trogs because they natively come with it but it means that your fellwater trolls and your Dankhold trolls can survive and that's great because that's their one main thing is no ward save so they're not as tough as a rock gut uh no, nah, I'm just, this, Oh, he's he's so fucking good. He's got the profile of a Dankhold Trog boss, but he also has the bonus attack for his antlers. That's essentially the abilities from the Dankhold Trogs, which are different. So he's got shitloads of attacks that do high damage, super high regen. He's going to be tough, and he got monster abilities, and I'm so fucking excited, Tony. I'll, Dude, I will go off I, on him. I all, am too. All like That's a
1: whip-ass model. I love that model. Great model. I, I love that he's got just some skelly boys hanging out on him that are just dead. And I love that his melee weapon is just a big ass like shell.
0: Big fucking hermit crab shell. Yeah, it's, it's great. Uh,
1: it's beautiful.
0: They announced another other a lot of other good stuff for destruction in this Nova, which we'll get to later. I don't give a fuck about any of that. Like all they, they announced a new troll. It's all I needed. Like mm-hmm. like that could have literally been the entire announcement is, Hey Andrew, here's a troll, and I'd have gone, Fuck yeah. And then I could have just walked out. <laughs> when,
1: when they announced the troll All of the bad cast crew that we know that was sitting around us all just fucking looked at Andrew.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm the troll guy, and I'm so thrilled about that. (laughs) Oh, It's a good time. I'm so jazzed. And he is up for pre-order in two fucking days. And your boy is going to be pre-ordering it the second he's available. I got an alarm set already.
1: Still fucking before the rest of the Cities of Sigmar line, which I'm a little bitter about.
0: Yeah, but you got an entire box of cool new models, and let's be real, you might have all of them built by the time the rest of the stuff comes out.
1: Oh, no, I will. Uh, I've only got 15 more models to build out of that box.
0: Well, let's see if you get there. We'll see if you have them all primed before the rest of the stuff comes out. Yeah,
1: I'm still trying to figure out the paint scheme I want to get on them. Oh, no, it's yeah, supposed I to be for for like the next two weeks. They're not going to get all primed before it comes out.
0: Even better. So plenty of time to mull over your paints. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, Trug the Trogoth King. That's that's my one big one. So uh, what's what's coming out for you, Tony? There's been a lot of stuff that might be uh, good for your Black Templars, yeah. as well as a few other things. That's, that's
1: what I was going to say. Is like the uh, I'm going to lump all of these Space Marine ones in together.
0: That's fair, because I kind of did them all back to back in the review yeah. anyway.
1: So they are updating a lot of the line of with new Primaris models. And they are kind of custom built for Black Templar. So, the first one is the company command squad, which is it's i mean your normal command squad, it's your banner dude, it's your champion dude, it's your heavy weapon dude, it's your other veteran dude, and it's your captain uh good models, apparently, there's a lot of customization on them, but God damn it, dude, like I love how the primaris marines look, and
0: yeah, this no, this is a space marine thing this is amazing, yeah,
1: this looks like it kind of goes back to the old command squad box from back in the day that had a bunch of little bits and stuff. It says it comes with a bunch of different shoulder pads and options for the captain for, like, power fist and power weapon, plasma pistol, um, fucking Volkite, stuff like that. Uh, they also showed off Primaris guard. Yeah. Which I don't think anyone fucking expected because I didn't think stern guard were a super great unit, but hey, we got them. That's
0: so. just lending credence to them just just replacing all of the Firstborn stuff with Primera stuff. We knew it was going to happen, and here we are. This is more and more proof.
1: Yeah, and then they are finally replacing one of the oldest model kits in the Space Marine range. That was a <laughs> new model kit when I started this hobby 23 years ago, Space Marine Scouts. They are Hell no yeah. longer lunchbox-headed-looking little motherfuckers. These dudes look cool as shit, and I cannot wait to get some to be fucking neophytes for my Black Templars.
0: Yeah, no, they're right up the alley for a neophyte. Cause, yeah, they look good. Uh, what, the only, only difference you'd need for them is, like, a couple more purity seals or something, and, yet, and they the, look exactly like The ones like that come like the Crusader,
1: Crusader squad have uh, fucking tabards and shit, but I mean... Mix and match them, man. Like these are great they're green stuff. Yeah, yeah, these are awesome. Uh, then uh, we what? What's
0: up? I was gonna say there's a couple other space marine things that, that sounded like you forgot, but apparently no, you didn't. Oh no, no.
1: Then we've got the assault intercessors with jump packs, which these are the ones I'm really excited about. We finally these have true blue jump infantry for Primaris, uh, and also they revealed a captain with a jump pack. And I love everything about him except for his hero rock. Cause I would prefer a normal hero rock to this fucking thing.
0: This is a very delicate hero hero oh rock. God. It looks very silly.
1: Yeah, and I love the way he's based because it doesn't make it's just like one piece of urban rubble sticking out of this kind of nice little grasslands area.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, it's a choice. I'm not sure why they did that. I would yeah. definitely have scattered some rubble throughout yeah. to make it look a little more uh, consistent. But whatever.
1: Uh, this might be one of the only models I do the 3D printed plumes on to lift him up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, then the cloak uh... would get in the way. Can we just point out how stupid cloaks are on a model with a literal fucking jetpack? Uh,
0: to quote Edna Mode from The
1: Incredibles. No capes no Yeah, I mean it's. They're literally right under it... the jets.
0: It would just get burned, yeah, yeah. Like it makes no sense why it's there, how it is, but it looks cool. Yeah, it's oh, it very great, dynamic. Yeah. It just, it just doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, and then we they've showed off the multi-part kit for the new plastic Terminators and the new plastic Captain, but the greatest fucking one of these dudes they showed off is a new Primaris Terminator Chaplin and oh, holy. Yeah fuck that is the greatest model like
0: as i've said a multitude of times i am not a space marine guy but chaplains are right up my fucking alley there's just something about the cool skull helm that 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 gets through the kind of blandness that is space marines all chaplains look good and this Mm -hmm. chaplain looks fucking good
1: yeah i think i'm gonna keep running my guard through this current um itc season so until um lvo and then next season i might flip and run my templars
0: I mean, you got them. You might as well. I do,
1: and by then all this stuff will be out, and I'll actually have a codex, which I'm kind of bitter about the whole guard codex situation, but I'm not going to give it yeah, that. Yeah, that was unfortunate, but yeah. That's a good way to put it. Uh, but, yeah, but yeah, so... New, uh, new
0: Terminator kit came yeah. with like heavy flamer, assault cannon, chain fists, just everything you'd want from your basic Terminator. Yeah,
1: I and mean, a lot of people were questioning why it's not coming with like thunder hammers and lightning claws, because the normal Terminator box does it. The assault Terminator box does, but they're two different units. Yeah.
0: So either more than likely they are going to do it and yeah. it's coming down the pipeline, or it's possible they're getting rid of them. I don't think I that's going to happen. I
1: highly though. doubt that.
0: No, that that's a very like 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 zeitgeist yeah, it's, fucking it's space marine unit. thing. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for.
1: <laughs> I believe it, you, bud. All right, what's uh, what's I your next do one? It.
0: Well, all right, well, uh back on the AOS train, I guess we'll continue to talk about the other fucking destruction stuff. I guess I, none of this I is nowhere really near. I really thought you would
1: go with the other reveal. The other reveal.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, okay, I'll do that, that one because that one's better. Yeah,
1: that one's way better.
0: And I'm way more excited for it. And it, uh, we can go back to the last episode because we fucking called we it. we yeah.
1: blood. Bull vampires yeah. yeah this is one of the few things we called that we got right uh because we sure we got 100
0: right we, we did yes
1: <laughs> yeah we we did not get any of the others 100 percent right that's for fucking sure well no we did say they were gonna be new yeah. space marines
0: <laughs> i mean but that's a safe bet for <laughs> yeah, literally <right>? any reveal <laughs> I love these no these guys models. uh what is it the dark the dracfang thirsters yeah. uh these are beautiful and they've already confirmed so they're they're gonna play similar to previous vampires where they gotta roll and see if they're thirsty and they gotta snack on a thrall but unlike the previous vampires the thralls actually have positions now they're not just your basic bullshit linemen you're gonna have thrall berserkers thrall throwers thrall ball handlers like they're gonna actually be an integral part of the fucking team you're not just relying on your four vampires and that's gonna be awesome and they look great and everybody has puffy shirts and it just makes me think of the Dave Chappelle sketch where he's playing Prince and they're doing basketball and whenever he scores he goes game blouses.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I am going to paint these motherfuckers like Count Chocula.
0: Oh, I'm painting these or, guys like Prince. I'm Or
1: the Count from Sesame Street. I'm not sure which one. one.
0: One hundred percent. These are all these. They're going to be the Lake Minnetonka somethings. I haven't thought of the oh. name yet, but I'm. These are all going to be painted like prints And every time I win a game, I am going to say "Game <laughs> Blouses. Blouses. Oh, because I love that sketch.
1: <laughs> but uh, not, motherfucker made us pancakes. <laughs> God, these models are great, but they also uh, showed some and, other stuff with them.
0: Well, before we get to that, they got all the, you know, they got thralls, they got the vampires, they all look fucking incredible. They got their fun little accoutrement, too, so, like the fucking coffin as your your touchdown marker the ball is one a ball with a, being carried by bats another one's a gargoyle that's all belted up to look like a fucking football it's great this is as characterful as the fucking necromantic horror team and just like the necromantic horror team everybody and their mom is going to have a box of these and that's fine cuz they are awesome but Like you were saying, they also showed off a couple of new things to go with the the new vampire team. If you want to continue, Tony, since I stole your thunder there.
1: Three. Three, in fact. Uh, They went ahead and showed three fucking vampire star players. Uh, One of them I am way more excited about than the other two, because it's the greatest model in Blood Bowl next to the Verminator. And that is Count Luther von Drakenborg who he looks like he's out of fucking dark shadows
0: oh he's hilarious he's awesome
1: he's got fucking the big cape the big fucking neck collar thing he's wearing like the fucking colonial thigh high socks and buckle shoes sorry buckle cleats he's got a fucking stupid little goatee and these little diamond glasses and i fucking love it He's got the special rule Star of the Show. Once per game, when he scores a touchdown, his controlling coach may gain one team reroll, which is good for the drive. Yeah, it's not super often that your star players are gonna be your ones running the ball and scoring.
0: Well, maybe with this one, because he has block and sidestep, which is pretty solid. He
1: does. Yeah, block and sidestep's pretty big. But man, I fucking love that model.
0: Well, coming in a very close second, we also have uh, Captain Karina Von Riez, who is a fucking pirate vampire. (laughs) I
1: love that Captain is in air quotes
0: yeah it's like a eh, captain Uh, she has dodge and jump up and a movement seven so she's also gonna be a pretty good ball handler yeah. like you, she's she's gonna be knocking shit down being a vampire she's probably strength four because they're all pretty fucking tough and pretty fucking fast that's like the whole shtick with the team Um, and then she gets the special rule tasty morsel which like I said earlier the shtick with the vampires is sometimes they're thirsty and they gotta snack on their thralls she has a once per game ability where she can snack on the enemy team players which is huge yeah. because she could potentially take out an enemy team person while also not having to do the negative and hurt her own team that's amazing it has to be a uh, strength of three uh, le- three or less so, so like she can't do it 95 like, percent
1: of everything in blood bowl
0: but yeah your average linemen uh blitzers throwers like most of the basic team composition she has fair game to do that once a game and that's that's huge for vampires mm-hmm and also, the model looks fucking hilarious. Yes, yeah, their big goofy hat. pirate hat. <laughs> oh.
1: it, I, I'm getting real Borderlands vibes from this model.
0: Yeah, no, like that's actually a very good call. I hadn't thought about that until you said it, but that's the, just the very like angular, stylized yeah. look of the hat. Totally is Borderlands. Uh, hopefully, she's not nearly as fucking annoying as Tiny Tina. Oh.
1: Yeah. And then
0: uh, after her, we got the biggin' for the team. Mm-hmm. We got the Vargeist. Who is uh, he's he's going to be the troll or minotaur or ogre equivalent for them? And man, if they release all three of these guys at the same time as the vampire team, I'm fucked because oh, I gotta you're get all so of them. Fucked. Gotta get all of them at the same time. That's these are Forge World models, so that's going to be like a two hundred dollar buy, and I can afford that, but I don't want to afford that. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to buy them all one at a time. goddammit. it,
1: <laughs> dude! I this model. Is so good. It's so dynamic and creepy looking.
0: And I've I've gone full in on all of the undead teams, so I got to continue the trend. Like like the only thing I'm missing is I got to finish painting up my Bryce the Slice, but I do own him. And then there's that new skeleton guy that they revealed like a month ago who hasn't been released yet, so I got to get him as well. And then I'll and then I'll have all the undead stuff. So you know it's I got to continue the trend, and I got to have my Lake Minnetonka, whatever I call them. So it's it's gonna be great. Minnetonka Manglers? That could be fun.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. Minnetonka Manglers.
0: Minnetonka Manslaughterers? No. Manslaughter's accidental. Anyway, Vampire Blood Bowl. (laughs) It finally happened. Next up, we gotta figure out if it's Chaos Dwarves or Tomb
1: Kings. I hope it's Bretonians. Ah, whatever. But I mean, that's kind of my default answer to everything is, I hope it's Bretonians.
0: That's super fair. Hey, Tony, speaking of, what else was revealed at Nova?
1: Uh, well, we got a new damsel for bretonians in old world we thought they would give us an at least projected timeline for old world we were fucking wrong they showed one model and then just kind of glazed over it and it is a the damsel model who was like the big spellcaster in the bretonian armies back in the day holding a big ass cup on a unicorn that is so buff it looks like it came out of a fucking old spice commercial
0: i believe you might call that a a, a, a grail that she's holding
1: oh yeah that makes sense
0: <laughs> you know what with the whole holy grail stick that your whole fucking the, army has
1: and the grail knights yeah yeah big ass yeah. cup yeah you know big cup you know real bowl bowl on a stick uh it is a no, this is fucking beautiful model and it is a hell of an upgrade from the old one
0: yeah like this is so not my aesthetic or stick but like fuck, this is a beautiful model. <laughs>
1: the thing I am most excited about with this model is to see it in capital palette and see some of the paint jobs people do on it.
0: Like, yeah, most of the stuff they've shown off for Old World is like perfect for just put this on a big wooden plinth Mm-mm. with your own custom base and just paint the... Spend six months painting this fucker. Like, oh, it's, I'm so excited to see a year from now, probably, once these are released and what people do with them
1: yeah oh man
0: but uh God. only old world thing we did we did not get that call right yeah uh, we did not get a release date we did not get uh any other like big box information so uh, uh maybe by christmas we'll see. <laughs> we'll
1: see. oh man so uh so what's your next pick andrew
0: all right, well, I'll reel it back now. We'll go back to uh, the destruction stuff that I teased with Trug the Trogoth King. Uh, Iron Jaws players are finally getting a much-needed update. They haven't gotten much in the way of new models kind of since AOS, essentially, other than the odd hero here and there. But
1: I have no pity for any other army bitching that they haven't gotten new range stuff. Yeah, no, right? Zero. and
0: I don't know. I don't care for the Iron Jaws aesthetic either, but whatever, that's its own thing. I, I, um, I like so. these,
1: but my God, they are just all D&D minis to me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, we're starting off with a, a, big named guy with a Zogrock Anvil Smasher of a uh, big Anvil Squig fame. They showed They teased him before Nova and everybody lost their shit. Cause why wouldn't they? He's a big, cool Squig. Yeah. Um, this guy's a motherfucker. I'll just put it that way. Uh, he has an ability to break ward saves and like not, not negate ward saves. Like, hey, that guy has a ward save. I hit him with my special thing. It's gone for the rest of the fucking game. So preemptively fuck this guy forever. He's going to be a bitch yeah. you have to fight against. I already hate him. Uh, but he does have anvil squig, So he's 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 mm-hmm. got that going for him. Well, he's also uh, got next the, up. Uh,
1: the sword that he did the D&D movie treatment on and just dip it into a forge and let it kind of harden. And I guess that's his weapon yeah. now.
0: I, I assume it that's magic, and therefore it'll stay on fire. D&D logic. <laughs> and sharp. It's, yeah. That was a fun movie. Um, <laughs> I love
1: that. It was great. It's on Prime. I, I
0: I own it on Blu-ray. There you go. Um, so next up after that, we got Brute Rages, which is uh, Iron Jaws, what decided to not wear shirts and get some fuck-off big double-handed weapons, <laughs> and uh, they look like some... Big orcs with some big stuff, they look like they're gonna smash shit real good. One of them doing um, the
1: Rain of Fire Matthew McConaughey jump.
0: Yeah, talk about fucking callbacks. <laughs> uh speaking of that kit, uh this is pretty obviously the other build of that kit where you get the weird brute wreckas, who are uh the fucking brutes, but weirder, I guess. They, they got skulls on their head instead of no helmets. So I guess they're actually a little bit smarter than the other guys because they wore at least some armor to fucking battle other than their iron pants. Um, they look cool. I like them. Um, you know, as far as Iron Draws aesthetic goes, they're cool. Uh,
1: it uh, it the big one like they have one, a ranged attack. Uh, because today. sometimes they get so entangled in the archaic energy of the Wa, they go proper wonky and start vomiting green bile.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Maybe they just fucking shit lightning at people then. That's fun. Yeah, anybody Uh and then next up is uh, new Ard Boys, which people have been asking for for a long time because the previous Ard Boys kit was a firm Warhammer Fantasy model and mm-hmm. it did not have the Age of Sigmar aesthetic at all. And uh, these fucking do, and I actually like them a lot I better
1: than really a lot of the other. I really like
0: either. these. I like them a lot better than a lot of the other Iron Jaws aesthetic because they look like orcs actually wearing like proper orky armor yeah, and not just the weird like bash to other bullshit. Yeah. I, I don't know something about the previous iron jaw stuff didn't do it for me, but I do like these new art boys. It's probably the helmets. The helmets are pretty cool.
1: Yeah. The helmets are real cool, especially the, the one who's got the yellow helmet, which I know doesn't help for listeners, but there's one dude who's wearing a yellow helmet. That's got two big fucking tusks on the side. And it looks real good.
0: Check on Warcom, and you'll be able to see him. Cause that's what we do. Uh, they're also getting the battle tome supplement iron jaws. We knew that was coming. um, And then the Warcom articles went into uh, in-depth with a lot of the new rules. They got a new momentum thing where they get better the more killing they do. Wahoo. Uh, Big Pig's going to make it where people can take even more pigs, which, uh, boy, are we super excited for that. Yay. I'm sure Iron Jaws players are shitting their pants, but I'm already sick of that list. So uh, (laughs) we're done talking about that. Tony, what's next for you?
1: Uh, Well, we got to see the new Warcry start set, Hunter and Hunted, which has the Huntsman warband that we talked about, uh, I think it was last episode or episode before, that's the uh, the doggos and the crossbows for the Cities of Sigmar. And it also comes with, now in plastic, ogre gorgers, which, boy, those things are fucking horrifying. They are just ogres who eat too much and kind of look like flesh eaters.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I really don't love that they share the aesthetic choice that the flesh eaters do, where they mm-hmm. just shove random bits of bone into their skin. Because I really fucking thought that they were going to be like crypt ghouls or something, like the really yeah. big ghouls, because um, they look the fucking same as them. So, uh, I don't know. Um, I think they are just okay. Yeah, They're not bad. I could see somebody painting them a bit better, but they look a little flat to me. Which uh, seems to be pretty consistently true. Anytime they paint really pale flesh, yeah,
1: um, pale flesh kind of is also really hard to like get a good picture of.
0: That's very true as well. Um, I don't know. I I don't hate these models. I'm excited to see somebody else paint them, but mm. they do come with the really cool Cities of Sigmar warband yep. that has all the dogs. Which so I will be getting. Those cool guys are
1: actually very good in the new Cities book too.
0: Oh, nice! Like um, in cover can be also-
1: targeted and stuff like that.
0: Oh, geez. Uh, this kit also comes with a uh, fucking ogre maw? What is it called? Uh, um, the...
1: I was literally just looking at it. Maw Pit. The fucking Sarlacc yeah, pit. pit.
0: Yeah, it's got the Sarlacc Pit. They got a big fucking skull as like an altar above it. Uh, looks real fucking cool. Probably going to be a terrain piece for the ogres in the near future, which, uh, you know, they needed to, I guess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it would look real good um, in your meat tree scheme. Like would it would
0: look real good with my meat trees. So if you end up buying this box, I'll at least get that terrain piece I mean, off of you. I, I don't think then that then, comes uh, in the
1: box. Oh, maybe it does. Well, no,
0: it shows it on the picture.
1: Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. You know that.
0: That's true. Well, if it does, I'm happy to get that off of you. And then I guess sell Matt or Elias the Ogres, because I think they both play ogres. Oh no,
1: it comes with a new, brand new piece of terrain. Look at that. It does.
0: Shit, there you go. Look at that.
1: Yeah, no, because if I bought this box, I would literally just want it for the humans in it. I could probably sell yep. the fucking... Ogres to Matt and the mall Pit to you.
0: <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Bing
1: bang boom. oh bad. What else uh, what else you got preview wise?
0: Alright. Well, uh, continuing with uh Warhammer Underworlds, they are releasing a new box called Death Gorge, which uh is coming with some new Lumineth, which uh or not sorry not Lumineth, yeah, uh I, 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 the I, other I, eths. The fucking hat made me think Lumineth right <laughs> off the bat. Yeah, it, it um, definitely
1: has a Lumineth vibe on that one dude. And bon then Jellyfish I scroll down and it's all
0: the f- Fucking jellyfish. Uh, You know, if you like Ideneth, this is really good. It's got a really cool squid octopus Mm -hmm. monster thing. It's an Age of Sigmar cephalopod. Um, The leader has some cool jellyfish floating around her base, so that's fun. But the big thing I like on this one is that we are getting some new fucking Slaaneshi weirdos. Oh, not the dude holding the
1: lantern who looks like he has to poop?
0: Yeah, Poop Lantern guy, obviously, is the reason I like this. (laughs) Old Johnny Poop Lantern. Uh, no we a got a new war warband a new Slideshi war warband who looks really cool oh, I um, love it one that's got uh, four arms, but they're, like, weirdly diagonal. So it's got, you know, the, the normal two snappy claws that you get with, like, a demonette. But one's, like, the upper arm, and the other one's the lower arm on the other side. And the other arms both have normal hands, but with knives, so that looks really fun. Uh, we also get an aspect of Slanesh that's not super frequently ticked on, other than Glutos, which is Gluttony. Yeah. Uh, there is a fucking fat Slaneshi demon. Gluttony is uh, creepy there. as
1: fuck, and I love it
0: creepy as fuck as a big snappy claw that also has a tentacle coming out of it and then its head is like splitting into like a big gross octopus tentacle maw which is fucking cool uh, and then another one that's got like there's a lot of aquatic themes on these guys. This one's got like fucking like serpentine legs, like there are two of them, but they're snake tails and then the usual Slaneshi Snappy Claws. And uh, whenever they get a solo release, they will be added to my Hedonites, which mm-hmm. I swear I will get back to painting at some point in the very near future.
1: Yeah. I, I might just pick up these demons when they get released? Is, is it only the three of them?
0: Yeah. Oh, it which means they're powerful as yeah. shit.
1: Huh. For some reason, I thought there were four, but yeah, three works. So, yeah. Warhammer Underworld's Death
0: Gorge. Yeah. All right. We got a few other things coming up, Tony. So what yeah. else is uh, exciting you for Nova Reveals?
1: Uh, I wouldn't call it exciting, but it's interesting. Uh, they revealed a bunch more heresy stuff, which, woo. Uh, there's the a new battle group coming out, but it's all the Mark Three iron armor in... Big, but not Primaris big, little marine scale?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think they're supposed to be, like, just a hair under Primaris tall.
1: Yeah, so they're the same scale as the Horus Heresy starter set marines, which is a little bit larger than the old Her- Horus Heresy plastic marines and resin marines. They came in, like, Betrayal of Koth and stuff, but still not as big as Primaris marines.
0: Which is perfect for Chaos Marines because yep. I want some of these Mark Threes for my fucking Iron Warriors. Oh, you want the iron, iron Armor warrior. for your
1: Iron Warriors? Wild!
0: Well, they have an Iron Warrior painted up in in one mm-hmm. of the the fucking yeah, you know possibility pictures, and it looks good. It
1: does. But I'm so I am I would not say no to a box of that. I'm kind of excited about the uh the Dreadio Dreadnought, the fucking Armored Core gun arm dude.
0: Oh yeah, the big Dorito himself.
1: Yeah, dude, I... I have always liked this model, even though, I mean, it was good for a time, but it's never been like really good. And I've never had a spot yeah. for it. And I also didn't want <laughs> cannons that pointed in four different directions from the resin model. <laughs> Thanks for <short. laughs> Yeah, Quality control. I mean, in their defense, it is a hollow tube that is very thin. And if it gets slightly warm, it just, it just, well, it does what resin does. And that's not hold its shape.
0: You know what you do? You don't make it hollow. Yeah, that's sure. <laughs> Just make it solid. We can sacrifice it. We'll paint yeah, the tip black. It's fine.
1: Drill it if I have to. But dude, I yeah. I love how this model looks. He's got fucking two heavy bolters in his chest, a big ass fuck you missile pod on his back, and two twin auto cannons. And I love auto cannons. I think autocannons are one of the most underrated weapons in Warhammer.
0: Or two giant fucking plasma cannons.
1: Oh yeah, uh, I think they're vulcites, aren't they are volkite are not they doesn't matter uh, still cool know.
0: yeah something that looks rad and mm-hmm. the titty cannons can also be made into fucking oh, heavy flavors yes it, so. is, it
1: is a hellfire plasma cannonade jesus yeah
0: so uh you know this is one of those boxes i may end up getting and just making iron warriors because the box also comes with the land raider and i need a second
1: land raider <laughs> so you know hey we'll... if uh, if you pick it up and you don't want the uh the dorito out of it let me know
0: oh, but i might i might want the dorito tony
1: can, can you use them
0: I have no idea. I'll have to see. But that's a future Andrew problem because I got a lot of other shit to pay right now. I fucking
1: now. hate the Mark 1 Land Raiders.
0: Oh, I think they're hilarious.
1: I, I hate them so much.
0: The fucking Proteus. That's, that's my current so Land Raider. so stupid. I love it. It's great.
1: All right. So there were two other things last, that weren't a Nova reveal. If we want to talk about those that they talked about.
0: Sure. So uh well I'll go with my big one, continuing the continuing the horus heresy train. We got the Traitor Champion console, it which is, is just another cool. another big cool hero model. I probably will get one to convert into a chaos lord like I did with the other console. Um it's just a real fucking cool guy. It looks awesome. He's yeah. got a lot of extra heavy plating. He's also got the Mark III armor, but you know, just looks like a big beefy boy, and I like it.
1: Yeah, no, that when I saw that model, I was like, that would be a Killer fucking iron warriors, dude.
0: Oh, beautiful. I, I love it.
1: No, it's beautiful. Uh, then we also got the seek tame sleigh, the Vulcan flame spears, which is a war cry warband of cheeky butt dwarves with suspiciously little cheek showing.
0: Let's see cheeky butt dwarves that actually look kind of okay. I don't hate these guys.
1: Uh, It also has uh, two females in it, which I believe are the first female dwarves we have seen.
0: Far as I'm aware, I think there might have been a couple of head options with KO that were female, but... maybe. Definitely some of the first we've seen with Fire Slayers, for sure.
1: Yeah. um, And I don't hate these models. Yeah. They're a
0: little overdone especially the leader he's got a lot of shit oh you mean the on. dude
1: with the fucking whip and the eggs and the mohawk and the beard and the spikes and the yeah. dagger and the cloths yeah. and the shoulder things we'll
0: we'll be kind <laughs> and say he's very age of sigmar
1: he is very age of sigmar. <laughs> i do love the baby magma drop.
0: Oh, uh, the uh, kindle drop.
1: <laughs> yeah it's great
0: <laughs> yeah that that's a good model that's fun yeah that, that's a that's a very solid little guy model um no i do really like a lot of the basic guys like uh the guys who are doing the more like stoic poses just holding an axe and looking cool as far as the fire slayer aesthetic goes they actually look really good
1: yeah i guess i guess the pointing dude is the leader and i i, I like him it's the oh, dude the whipping guy? uh he i guess he's the 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 guy who's rothblood thane who he's a fucking beast master
0: Oh, yeah, he's, he's got too much shit going on. Yeah. If he didn't have the shoulder pads that have eggs for some reason, <laughs> then he'd probably look a lot better. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I, the basic dudes look pretty cool. Everybody else a little bit overdone, and then the Kindle Droth is awesome. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, Andrew, do you want do you want to hit the big one that we were both right and we were both correct and both wrong about it? Nova? We'll, we'll
0: hit the big one that everybody, which was it was the funniest reaction. Oh my to watch god, it, it was it was a everybody fucking roller coaster. Lost their fucking mind and then went oh, <laughs> <laughs> which is we got the demon prince of fucking Fulgrim. Blessed by the Dark Prince, as they say, the Phoenician transformed Fulgrim ascended. Which you know what that means. It's a bitchin' way too expensive resin model for 30k. The game eight people play. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we we did both say that we were going to see Ful like a we, we talked about a demon Primarch Fulgrim. We we called that, but we called it for the wrong game system. Yep. And then we talked about an ascended Primarch in 30k. But of Loyalist side. <laughs> so, you know, like, we were half right twice.
0: We, we were fitty-fitty. Um, no, this is a oh, incredible fuck. model. Like, this is fucking gorgeous. I don't know how a single person would ever hope to transport <laughs> it, because he's, like, nine feet tall <laughs> with his fucking wingspan he's got yeah, going it, on.
1: The wings are twice as tall as he is, and he's wings on are, a huge base.
0: The wings are comically large. Like, it looks like they're fucking with people with how big these wings are. Like It, I, it could I, be a forced
1: you, perspective photo, and people would believe no. it. No. No, no, I'm no. I'm saying, like, no. it's not, but it could be as goofy big as they are.
0: No, like, that's... Like, the wings are genuinely at, at least twice as big as he is. And yeah. he looks like a pretty fucking big model. So, like, that's... the Bare minimum, a 60 mil base, probably a lot bigger. So... Uh, he's a huge motherfucker, and uh, it's absolutely I think, incredible. I think
1: that's on a 100-mil armager base.
0: Crazy. Wow, yeah, so he's he's monstrous. So he really is like a foot and a half tall at the tip of his wing, though. Yeah,
1: he, he's probably knight Dominus height, I would guess.
0: Oh, if not bigger. Like, he might be, like, roughly Archeon-sized, if you're talking just pure yeah girth and width <laughs> but uh no amazing model i i when i saw it i was uh, utterly confused because I'm, I'm adamant that there's no way that they're going to do emperor's children for 40k until closer to the end of 10th edition because yeah. they, they don't want to step on the toes of world eaters but then this came up and i'm like oh my god they fucking did it and then they showed 30k and everybody went Crazy oh sons of bitches did uh, it. <laughs> Oh, okay, I yeah. guess we're gonna get that for the game that nobody plays. <laughs> did, did lo- it was roller coaster. Yeah. I,
1: I love everything <laughs> about this model except for one piece. The wings? No. I think the wings are c- fucking gorgeous and look beautiful. But it's yeah, they're
0: just stupidly huge.
1: Like he's got the fucking dual swords, he's got the cool ass spear with like the fucking eye and mouth growing out of it. But then he has the stupid Edward Scissorhands BDSM hand.
0: Oh, you, you, you don't like the Slaneshi? I'm going to get you with my needle
1: claws hand. No, it just, it, it looks so out of place.
0: You got to get that little touch of Hellraiser.
1: Yeah, it, it looks like the, the stupid assassin that they made for 30K that I can't think of its name.
0: No, because he doesn't look like he's made out of fucking tentacles and noodles.
1: No, no, just that arm. Oh okay. <laughs> just one very specific part.
0: Yeah, no, but man, just I—I I wonder how long it took them to paint this model. This armor is fucking ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it is. And hey, maybe you can find it the bin for half off next year.
0: I doubt it, but you never know. If I do, I'll buy it. Cause, only miss. Wow. Yeah,
1: he'd only be like two hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, Jesus, no, this I, is—I can't
1: <sighs> fathom how much this model is going to cost.
0: How much was Horace ascended? He's like 180 or something, and and he's very like, you know, conservative and holding back as far as uh, he's tiny
1: compared to this fucking model.
0: Uh, 148, 148 and yeah. he's 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 got a big base, but like comparatively, he is way smaller. He's got a chunky base, way larger base than Fulgrim's, but. Yeah, no, just no snake tail and no giant, ridiculous, insane wings. So this is like a two hundred dollar model, at least. Yeah. I guess Kabanda, the big fucking bloodthirster, is probably the closest uh, that we have for parallel. And yeah, I think he was like two hundred and fifty or something.
1: Yeah, because uh, horse is on an eighty mil round. Urbando is three hundred and fifty five.
0: Yeah, so he's probably something along those lines. <laughs> I found that the second you said it.
1: <laughs> uh and kabanda is on what size base are you on you motherfucker tell me he's on 170 mil oval which fulgrim is definitely not on an oval base he's on a round not base. on an oval
0: so he's probably a little bit smaller so yeah like 250 or something like that
1: yeah probably
0: but yeah so that was a it was an interesting note to end the reveal stream on because it was like wow incredible model uh ah, 30k
1: <laughs> and then um they showed one other thing right before we left for Nova, and that was the Warhammer Plus minis for this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, which we guessed right on them both. It was a vampire holding a cup with a stupid helmet, which I love, but I'm gonna have to get the Kazurkin model because it's based off the old Carl uh, Kapinski art from, like, the fucking 4th or 5th edition Guard Codex when the metal Kazurkin came out. And conveniently, uh, one of my Kazurkin models... I'm assuming was eaten by my dog because it just vanished off my desk one day. So I haven't been able to run them because I've only had nine. But now I can get a tenth one.
0: Perfect. And I'm definitely getting the vampire even though I don't have any death armies. It's just a cool model. Yeah,
1: it's a beautiful model. I don't, I still don't know what piece of artwork it's based off of or if it even is.
0: I don't think it is. I think it might just be one that they made for Warhammer Plus. (laughs) Because I did that last year with um, Mibelor Darkfang for the the demon sorceress for, for... uh, Slate's of Darkness.
1: Yeah. All right. So, uh, so let's run through our Nova adventure. Uh, hopefully, we're going to get to do a breakdown with the rest of the crew and do a roundtable like we did last year with them at some point. But just in case we don't, this is going to be mine and Andrew's experience at Nova. And if yeah, we, we had, do, uh, it will prevent that episode from being like a three-hour episode because yeah, we won't we... also have to because there were <laughs> there were eight. We had of a us. lot more of us this year. Yeah, there were eight of <laughs> us total this year. When you count Wes and Ashley coming in Sunday.
0: Oh, I was about to say, I was like, no, there weren't. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Wes and, Ashley.
1: Okay. and they are, they are Which... fucking all in for next year. I've been trying yes, to get Wes and Warhammer for fucking almost 30 years at this point. That was the first time he's ever painted a model. And he was like, he's going to go dad game historicals. Cause he was like, looking at that stuff and like talking with shop owners and stuff. I was like, man, if you were here yesterday, I could have drug you through the games of them going on.
0: Ah, oh, would have been the perfect time. I know
1: they're in for it next year, especially since they live fucking uh, like two metro stops from that hotel.
0: That's it. It really helps that they can just hop on a train and, and it, go to the thing yeah. and not have to drive for nine plus hours.
1: Seriously. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's start with day one. So we met up at the diner at uh, about seven.
0: Mm, yeah, seven six forty five yeah, somewhere, so, around, somewhere there, around there, and then a little bit to uh to to get coffee get packed grab a biscuit and get Mm -hmm. going
1: yeah we loaded up the uh the super mega fun party van that we had the 15 15 person 15 person passenger van matt rented uh which was about perfect because we all had plenty of space for ourselves and plenty of space for our stuff
0: yes which uh a lot of us took a lot more than we needed oh yeah myself included yeah so uh if we ended up getting a bigger crew next year, we could pare a lot of that down, obviously. It would end up being roughly the same amount of shit, but it yeah. uh, might be a, a smidge tighter if that's the case, but uh, we'll, we'll figure it out when it comes to that. Or we
1: could just main gang it and take the train.
0: That's, you know, I'm not against that, honestly. I'm not lying. That would
1: actually be kind of nice to be able to fucking not sit in a goddamn seat that hurts my ass for that long.
0: Ooh, that was biggest complaint of the road trip was that had some real fucking uncomfortable seats for being like a transit van mm-hmm. with that's being the purpose. I mean, it's probably more meant for like, you know, uh, it's like church group going down the road or whatever, yeah. but still.
1: <laughs> yes. But. So uh, so we headed up Wednesday. We left early to make sure that we got there in time for the Nova reveal. Uh, and we stopped at the exact same barbecue place we did last year because it was solid barbecue
0: it was like the exact halfway point <laughs> of the trip was great um it, Durham North Carolina yeah
1: I don't think anything notable really happened on the drive until we got to DC proper and it's like no no I know this looks like you're going to be driving into oncoming traffic but it's like four in the afternoon which means that this oncoming lane is actually the lane you need to be in that way yeah, we were
0: unaware that their, so keep, <laughs> their traffic sucks so much shit and that the roads were so bad that they had to take two lane roads and make them into one way roads on occasion to, to deal with people leaving the city so.
1: yeah <laughs> That was a fucking adventure.
0: <laughs> harrowing. And it was Phil was driving at that point too, and it was like it was a lot of us being like, No, go left. And he's like, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> just us screaming because the traffic was fucking bonkers. Yeah. It was uh harrowing and very funny in retrospect. <laughs>
1: yeah, looking back, we all survived, so we're good.
0: We made it. We're good.
1: <laughs> uh when we got up there, uh we learned that parking just doesn't fucking exist in DC, apparently. Yep. So we fucking pulled the van on the curb, all dove out, threw all of our shit onto the sidewalk as Phil went to go park the van for like 40 minutes trying to find a spot. But he did get a spot in the deck, which kind of kicks ass.
0: And it was a really good spot right by the exit. Really
1: good spot in the deck. Um,
0: Continuing on from there, (laughs) we dealt with the super fun that was uh, their fucking key card service being down. The machine that made key cards for the rooms was just down for the day. So nothing is better than having an influx of a couple thousand nerds coming in trying to get their their rooms sorted out and having like 10 people have to escort you to your room to let you into it. Well,
1: so we had we had Ooh. three rooms for our group, um, which was great because it was just two, per- two people to a room. We had plenty of space and uh, we got there early enough. I talked to the guy and our rooms were all like, They weren't next to each other, but they were all within, like, three doors of each other.
0: Same floor, same same, hall. Same floor,
1: same hall. Also, like, just a handful of doors down from Dan and Campbell, who had way worse key issues than we did.
0: Yeah, that was fun being like, oh, hey, guys, what are you doing? Oh, we live here for the weekend. How about you? Oh, we live here for the weekend. Oh, cool. See you
1: later. Dude, on, on fucking... Saturday afternoon, I was walking back up to the room to to refill the beers, and Campbell's just like distraughtly standing next to his door, holding his tray. I'm like, "You good?" He's like, "I'm waiting on Dan. My key card doesn't work anymore. <laughs> apparently, Dan's key card also didn't work.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they, they had a was... time." this was just a thing this weekend we got lucky and only had the initial wave of key issues but uh i'd heard of other people other than dan and campbell having a lot of key issues too so the
1: good news with all the key issues is we did get a comical amount of free red bulls and waters because every time i walked by that i just pocketed two of them to take back to the room and we used all of them. yeah we did oh boy some of those flavors were bad
0: Oh, yeah. Red Bull
1: Red mm, is uh, no, actually mm, terrible. Yeah. Red Bull Yellow kind of yes. tastes like sunscreen, so it's not much better. So
0: Red Bull, Red Bull Yellow I call Cheetah Piss, <laughs> and Red Bull Red just tastes like battery acid. It was see, awful. No, Red
1: Bull Red, to me, it tasted like somebody shit a Jolly Rancher in my mouth.
0: I, also bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm not defending it. Don't get me wrong.
0: I, I will not yuck your yums, <laughs> but uh
1: geez. Oh, there was no yum to be had
0: no but anyway so yeah. we got our we got our rooms lined up we got the it, much later that evening we did get the key cards sorted yes. out we, we were able to sneak in before the rush of people going the key card machine's back ah oh, and all running to get theirs so that was good um yeah got set up we, we we went to the nova reveal after we had a little bit of time to kind of relax mm-hmm. and you know fucking stretch after being cooped up in a van for 10 plus hours yeah uh and then after the reveal we went to uh Tony and I nobody else in the group cared because they don't what listen the we went to What the fuck did we floor. do for
1: dinner that night?
0: Oh um did we do anything for dinner? I think we might have just beef jerky. it. Did
1: do we do We have the dinner of champions just beer jerky and trail mix.
0: I think so because we had to get going pretty quick to go to the fucking Yeah. Thing. But yeah. Uh, the rest, of the, rest of the
1: guys ate at the bar.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I
1: think I just had trail mix, trail, wow. trail mix and beef jerky. Look at us.
0: <laughs> yeah. So after that, we uh, we loaded up the beer to Lear, which Hell was yeah. uh, Tony's best purchase of the con. Dude, was seriously. getting a bandolier for beer. I was uh,
1: everyone's favorite person.
0: And then we rolled down to the live recording of the 40K Badcast, which was fucking hilarious. That, that was a load and of fun.
1: That was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah, because, you know, there was like three seconds of awkward energy, and then they could tell that everybody was there to have a good time. And I was like, okay, this is just a good recording. They did specifically tell us not not to heckle them ahead of time, which was a good call. Mm -hmm. Because you could tell all of us would have been drunkenly shouting at them otherwise. Um they asked some some for people to come up and give some live questions, of which our boy Tony was able to get one up, which was so good that they'd already thought of it for a different episode. So,
1: and I've been talking are, about uh, uh, emailing him that one for how long now? Have you and I been talking about that? over
0: a year? I, I was talking with Campbell about it a couple of days later, and I'm like, oh, Tony was so excited to, to give you that question, and he's been saying it for over a year, and uh, all you had to do was give it to him like two weeks earlier, know, and it would have right? been a cool question. But they thought of it, so yeah. But hey, your topic is making it on the on the show, so yeah. that's something. Which, uh, what was it? It was um, uh, if, if, the e- Primarks... yeah, if each
1: Primark was a mid-90s wrestler, what would be their intro music and their signature move?
0: Yeah, so uh, that's that's going to be a bad cast coming fun up in episode. the near future. <laughs> we'll say it's tony's episode (laughs) but uh, that was a fun time uh really really good good energy uh they had the main crew playing a song of ice and fires miniatures game by cool minis or not in the corner as they threatened to do on the server (laughs) because commit to the bit play play that game wherever possible i guess uh you could see the fucking comical amount of beer that everybody was getting oh my god right there was so much adult appy juice for campbell with his his sensitive tumtums, which was fun um and yeah it was just a it was a good way to end the fucking wednesday night and then that was over yeah. and both of us just instantly lost energy and went yeah. to bed like the second yeah, it, was it was done like 11 we'd been,
1: 30 or midnight we were fucking out cold
0: we both had like four hours of sleep and had been going hard all day because <laughs> of fucking travel yeah.
1: and then uh, also at that uh live recording is where we actually met ken in person for the first time Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, and then we learned he was also sitting like three seats away from us at the fucking reveal, and we had no idea.
0: So that was that was also fun. It's it's fun putting a face to the name yeah. for all the people I've been chatting with on the Badcast server for a couple of years yeah. now. Uh, so that gave, was that was a good. Time. Gave
1: Peter uh, one of the local Athens beers, the Cattichan, which uh he is not what I pictured. What did you picture? I, I pictured a dude who looked like he was straight from Catachan. I pictured a very buff nerd. Oh, you
0: pictured Rambo. I yes, I pictured
1: Rambo. I did not picture picture that. But he was he was super friendly, super cool. Um you did
0: not you did not picture an average dude? No, I did
1: not picture just normal dude. He tried to pay me for the beer. I was like, yo yo. That's not what the beardleer is here for. So he specifically, like, hunted me down the next day and gave me, like, a gift bag. He's like, we gave one of these to each of, like, the organizers from the games, and then we each had one to give someone else, and I pick you. And it had, um... They had one of their their dice with their gaming logo on it, a couple of stickers, which I gave you one of them and I took one of them. The, uh, yep. s- I took the sparkly slammin' hams sticker for my water bottle, and then oh, I yeah, gave forty
0: k forty k slam ham. Yeah. Uh, uh Dylan of uh, Necromundator. Holy fame. shit!
1: If you guys have not checked his Instagram out, check it out. That shit's gorgeous.
0: Incredible.
1: Uh, yeah, and then like a uh, thank you note and just some other random goodies in there. So that was super cool. Well, so thank you. him like
0: a. Did you give him the Luau or the Depth Perception?
1: Well, uh, I gave him a Depth Perception.
0: That's that's a pretty good one to it's, toss it's off. It's a like solid one. As always, I'm not a big IPA guy. I actually kind of like the Depth Perception.
1: Yeah, it's got a little bit more gravity than you're expecting on it. it it's a little higher hit. Oh, it's
0: it's like an 11%. It's ridiculous. I, you know, it's
1: not that high. I think it's, I mean, it's like a 9.5, but it's,
0: it's... It's a lot higher than you
1: expect. Yeah, yeah. you, you expect it to be like a 7. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But either way, uh, we, we were the beer fairies, this convention, we, we specifically loaded up on way more beer than we intended to drink mm. ourselves and handed it out to people. And, uh, there was a lot of beer exchanging. You know, so you know, we toss 1. off a classic. Okay. So it's, it's still pretty high yeah, up still there, pretty high. but, uh, we would toss off a classic city lager and in exchange, get something wacky from Maine or New York mm. or, uh, we, we had a, quite a few weird ones that we got from all over the place, mostly from the North. Cause that's where most of the people from the convention were coming from, yeah. but, uh, uh, we, had, we had a couple outliers.
1: The hotel rooms didn't have mini fridges, which was wild. Hey, Bosco. <laughs> oh, got another guest appearance from an animal.
0: It's almost 11, so he wants some snuggle soon.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the hotels didn't have mini fridges. So we learned that which beforehand. Suck. So we brought a big-ass rolling cooler that sole job was to hold a jar of jelly and alcohol. A lot
0: of beer and occasionally Red Bull. And
1: occasionally Red Bull, <laughs> but uh, I think what we had between the two of us, we had like 86 beers that we brought and we drank I, or gave out every one of them.
0: I brought, let me see, I brought 36 beers because I brought three 12 packs.
1: Yeah, uh, I brought a 24 pack, a 12 pack, and a six pack.
0: And I brought a half a bottle of bourbon or whiskey from last year's Nova yeah. that we didn't actually touch at all this year because uh,
1: no, I, no, I don't think we, we
0: did. Not mine.
1: Yeah. The writers. Oh, job. no. You filled up your filled flask, up flask, which, which then which had, a had a hole in it. <laughs> so I, I drank half a flask of whiskey on the fly.
0: <laughs> yeah. So fucking old whiskey leg Tony over there.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then I also had a bottle of scotch, a, a good bottle. Yeah. That was a good bottle of scotch.
0: And then Matt also brought a bottle of bourbon. Mm-hmm. I think Phil brought something. Yeah. So Phil we, brought, we
1: were set. still brought a bunch of beers. Chris brought, brought beers and a bottle of wine. Uh, Joseph yeah, brought Chris his brought wine, peanut yeah. butter whiskey and uh, screwball and yoohoo which holy fuck <laughs> it's so good it is alcoholic That's diabetes the, uh, but it is good as shit
0: i'd say you'll you'll have a glass of that and then fall over because you're just like <laughs> you're drinking a milkshake <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much um,
0: Ugh, i'm glad i managed to stay away from that oh you should have <laughs> you should have at least
1: tried it it was very good
0: yeah anyway yeah, so so, so uh,
1: rolling into thursday yes which was our aos doubles day yep uh, got up Early, slammed some some crumbly granola bars and Pop Tarts into our face holes and some jerky and trail mix and grabbed our Sigmar stuff and headed down to the ballroom.
0: Ooh, before we get to that, uh, Wednesday, we also picked up our badges, which also had our bags, which uh, I was a dwarf Nova this year, but Tony upgraded to the big boy Supernova. Supernova. So,
1: what
0: what did you end up getting? Well,
1: why don't you go over what was in the dwarf Nova bag? Because mine was a dwarf Nova bag plus.
0: Basically. Yeah, so, uh... My notes are uh, not great on my Dwarf Nova bag. Actually, I've forgotten mostly what I got. So uh, the big thing that they gave us specifically was we got the brand new starter version of Warhammer Underworld Shadespire, mm-hmm. which is the um, the three Stormcast Eternals and then the really cool skeletons that yeah. uh, were in one of the in- initial launches of Shadespire. Not the most recent packaged.
1: cool skeletons. The original cool skeletons.
0: The original ones. The guy with the spear. Yeah. The guy who's like pulling himself out of the ground. The yeah. very army of Darkness
1: not the not the Velmore something or another. These are the. Ooh, hobby yeah. progress
0: i yeah. do also have them built in prime now but oh, they're quick nice. fit so i barely oh. i barely count them so i have um, not even taken you know.
1: a shrink wrap off of that box yet uh it
0: comes with all the cards and stuff so maybe i'll actually learn how to play Shadespire. Oh, i have like f- i have like four underworld's gangs i got just because the models were cool uh-huh. so maybe now's the time to actually learn I don't know. yeah um got a nova specific glass kind of in the shape of like a beer can but it's a glass that says nova on it
1: i'm bummed Uh, that it wasn't the metal ones like we got last year
0: oh that fucking big metal style that thing
1: was so good i still use which i
0: ended up i ended up purchasing and yeah i use it like once a week for beer at this point because it's just kind of fun um did you did they have a metal
1: one for this year or did you purchase last year's
0: i purchased last year's last year okay so I, I, I own last year's for over a year now. Um, we got a, a, a Nova Open beanie, which was, yep. you know, I'll be able to wear in like two months.
1: For like four <laughs> kind days. Of not,
0: kind of not cool yet. So, you know, that's fun. Uh, got a random, what is it, Infinity or Malifaux mini? I don't
1: know. Yeah, it's an Infinity fair. mini.
0: It's just a metal dude. It looks like a cool little sniper dude if you're doing, you know, like a sci-fi setting yeah like good for like Starfinder or something i'm not gonna play infinity so whatever um shit i am blanking hard uh, uh the, shitload of coupons yeah
1: shitload of coupons the movement tray
0: movement tray yes so we got a couple of uh uh woodcut movement trays um was it from i don't think it was from the guys that did the dice boxes right
1: no um tnt i think was the brand on it
0: oh yeah tnt they had the like tnt laser works uh, or something yeah, they had like all the the counters and stuff, like yeah. for victory points and health and things like that. So they had like custom made ones of those. So you know, if you want your one for like Tyranid victory points or something, you could go and get your your cool acrylic uh, counter that has the Tyranid logo on I, it. I so, got the you know, it, the it.
1: nine the one three nine two measuring thing from them last year and still use it. It's it's great.
0: Yeah, no, they, they sell a lot of very useful tools. Like it's if, if you want to spend 10 bucks and have a tool for the rest of your gaming life, yeah. those are the guys to go to. Um, so that that is a good one for them. Uh, shitload of coupons, the usual 15% off from Alanis Games and uh, you know buy one, get one stuff from a lot of the various booths, things like that. Um, ended up using a few of them. They have one like a 5% off if you bought, um, what is it, the... Uh, the magnetic rack that you use. I forget the brand. Um,
1: oh, um oh my god.
0: So you own it, so this is all I you
1: do, You own a bunch of their stuff too. Oh, wait, oh yeah. no, okay. you're talking A case. A case, yes, yeah. that was it. Oh yeah, dude, Ollie is awesome. That is one of the nicest people ever too. Like so I use an a case. I talked about it in our storage episode a little bit. It's a smaller case. It's held up for years and years. He's a, like a, I think he's a one man show where it's like him and his son or something. Support them. They are fantastic. They are a little pricey, but they are solid. Good products.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things that, you know, if I wasn't spending that amount of money on uh, various (laughs) purchases from the Bits booth, a half off Perturabo and a lot of other things, I probably would have gotten something from them. But uh, it's just that tiny bit too expensive for all the other bullshit that I'm doing on top of travel expenses. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's uh, uh, something to keep in mind next time I'm looking for storage solutions for sure. So a lot of coupons for stuff like that. Yeah. and then the Dwarf Nova bag itself, which is just a yeah. really solid gaming bag. Lots of pockets, lots of places for accoutrement. you know, loops to put your um, your your tape measure and all your various pencils and pins and so forth. So that's a, a very, very good bag. The one you got last year was better, though, because it also was insulated, so you could use it as a cooler. But I didn't um, get
1: all the... Po- d- Mine isn't good as a gaming bag, though, because it doesn't have any extra pockets.
0: Ah, that's the trade-off then yeah. I guess. So, but it was great them, them. for the
1: fucking ammo box for the beardleer. yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um that's all the big stuff that's coming to mind there were definitely some other things in there but I don't remember
1: uh there was pin else. there was a nova pin nova stickers nova Pin.
0: we did get some stickies yeah
1: um then in my oh we got another water bottle oh yeah 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 I don't even know uh, where mine good...
0: is Good metal water bottle, not as good as last year's, but I think they made another version of last year's this year with like the really good like screw top and yeah, uh, like the it's like the double insulated ones, like uh it's like Yeti quality. This one was just like your basic metal water bottle. It was fine, yeah. Anyway. But you know, uh, I I I do not feel uh, regrets for buying the Dwarf Nova. It was a pretty good bag, yeah. So, uh, but uh, what, what else did you get in the Supernova, yeah. Tony? Because you got a, a little bit extra. You got all <laughs> that stuff and then some.
1: Yeah, so the Supernova is the <clears throat> upgraded version of that bag. It came with... So you got the 20% off coupon for Atlantis Games. The Supernova bag came with that and a $20 off coupon for Atlantis game. So it came with extra yeah. coupon. Yeah. So I, I the stuff I bought for Atlantis cost me almost nothing. It was great. And then it also came with the Battletech Game of Armored Combat starter set, which is the full which... starter set with, uh, I think it was like six or eight mechs, a bunch of cardboard mechs and everything you need to play the game. Which, in that, is a $20 off coupon for Catalyst Games. Yeah, which uh, started a
0: bit of a fucking cycle over here. <laughs> well, so, okay.
1: I have been wanting to play Battletech for fucking ever. No one's ever played it. I've had a box of guys for the better part of two years at this point. Um, I finally painted them up. Matt and I played a little bit of it up there. And now I'm ready to go whole fucking hog into it. Then my, box, my bag also came with one of the convention exclusives miniatures. Mine came with the Dark Oath guy, uh, who I wasn't initially going to buy, but I got him for free. So I was hoping there I was going to get the Commissar in it, but I'll, I'll take that guy because he's a great model. I'll use him for something. I got a really, really nice Nova Challenge coin that was pretty cool. Oh, what else was there?
0: I mean, the bag itself, which yeah. is KR case. Yeah,
1: it, it, the KR2 backpack, which is like an $80 backpack on its own, which is, that's a hell of a gaming bag. But no, yeah, was... you just
0: gotta get some foam to put in it, and you're yeah. good to go. Shadespire oh. and Battletech were definitely, like, the two big things. No,
1: the the other big thing was the super limited edition Nova Dice.
0: Oh, yeah, you got some Baron of Dice yeah, Nova Yeah, some Baron Dice. of Dice yeah.
1: 20, Nova 2023 Dice, which they only do, like, 200 of those a year. And, like... It's mostly for Supernova bags.
0: Yeah, I, they, if they had them at the booth at all. He did not.
1: Uh, they were a pre, You could only pre-order them, and they only had so many, and they were out within minutes.
0: That's totally fine. I, I was, I nice was bummed because
1: so <laughs> I was going to order them, but by the time I got off work, they were already sold out, but I got some anyway.
0: Well, there you go. Yeah,
1: yeah and then coming in the car backpack, so it was a lot of stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then as oh. we were opening those up, we looked down the fucking hall and we're like, oh, hey, there's Dana Campbell from the bad The first time we saw them that weekend <laughs> Yeah,
1: and uh, also got a set of Nova open branded secondary objective cards for 40 K.
0: Yes, yes. That, that was uh, a very good get because mm-hmm. it's the same as the normal secondaries. It's just Nova branded. Yeah, it's right? got a
1: fancy back on it. To, to, you know, it's yeah. the uh, the limited edition. I'm better than you skin.
0: Yeah, so since you already have the other deck, if you're playing with a schmuck like me who tends to not own these sort of things, yeah. you can go, here's the loner deck, you fucking peasant. Now let me use my Nova one. Well, the,
1: the Leviathan card pack comes with two sets of the secondaries in it.
0: Oh, well, never mind then. Yeah. Ridion now. I was way to step
1: on my joke. Jeez. Yeah, fuck your joke. Fuck my joke. Anyway, uh, yeah, back Thursday, to Thursday. AOS doubles. AOS doubles. <laughs> So you want to you wanna run down what your list was real quick, Andrew, and I'll, I'll quickly go over mine since our list consists cool. of like 20-some-odd models.
0: Yeah, both of ours are super fucking simple. So I took a Dankhold Trog Boss. I took two units of six Rockgut Trogs, which are the uh, extra tough ones that come with a, uh, a five-up ward save. And then I took a fungoid Cave Shaman to do a bit of magic. And uh, that was fucking it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had uh, ten Storm Vermin three Storm Fiends, a Warlock Engineer, an Arch Warlock, and two Warp Lightning Cannons.
0: Which uh, were very interesting choices for all of us. We we, we had some very... strange games come out of this particular build yeah, it, was, we it did. was interesting so uh first game we we ended up going into mega gargans and iron jaws yep. which was a pig heavy list yeah with a uh, Maw Crusher, because of course but uh we ended up actually getting pulled to be on live stream yeah which, uh, that was cool did not expect that was that was interesting so if you were tuning in to nova coverage you could watch us get stomped uh, oh, we <laughs> live got on air
1: dumpstered It was bad. It was funny.
0: So I forget the guys' names. They were super nice. They were Team Big Chungus, which uh, they had won the previous year. And they
1: won this year.
0: Yeah, they're they're very competitive, but they're also very friendly and super fun to be around. That was one of the most
1: fun games of Age of Sigmar I've ever had.
0: Yeah, they're they're the right combo of, like, know what they're talking about. Like, you, you could tell whenever you're like, hey, what happens here? The guy would just, like, he would eyes roll in the back of his head and he'd fucking rain man the rules <laughs> at you, which was very useful. Um, But also, they were there to have a good time as well, yeah. as compete, which was great energy to have. Super fun. Yeah, um, And we were
1: wearing our jerseys and stuck stickers yes. onto our dice trays. So if you yep. go into the uh, live stream, so- you can see our logo floating.
0: Yep, it's it's great. Uh, they did also have some actual coverage, so they, they mm-hmm. did call us dice like ice the whole time, which yeah. was fun because uh, they had some commentators. So that was that was cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, Mega Gargans, uh, Iron Jaws, they got first turn, and uh, with the deployment, they were able to pretty much get into us like immediately. Mm. So that was fun. Um, no, wait, I got first turn.
1: We got yeah, first we, turn, we had forward. first turn, and yeah, and I, with, I, I, with how the d-
0: objectives were. I had to move forward so mm-hmm. I could get what little points we could with my, my, my trogs Because the, the whole plan with our armies was I was the speed bump because my guys are tough. And you were just going to sit behind me and shoot the shit out of everything because you got the deck. That
1: just never worked.
0: Yeah, on occasion it worked. But yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't, didn't go great this time. So I ran up, got all three objectives right off the bat, which was good for us. Uh, and then they charged forward mm-hmm. and just... Proceeded to mulch us. So
1: my, uh, my warp <laughs> lightning cannons did some fucking work that game. Yeah, though.
0: you you half killed a Mega Gargan before they exploded, which yeah. is pretty good. And
1: I also took out six of the pigs and hurt a bunch of other little stuff.
0: Yeah, you did nuke an entire unit of pigs, which was yeah. very good. Uh, my, uh, this is...
1: my Storm Fiends got killed by the fucking Cabbage because of their fucking weak can charge in the hero phase and there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it shenanigans.
0: I'm going to be real. I hate that. I, I don't like that <laughs> mechanic. I don't like I, a mechanic I,
1: that removes one person's ability to do something.
0: Yes. Anything that takes away my recourse or my agency, I very much don't like. And uh, not being able to, like, at least command point redeploy or all defense or anything, where it's just like, oh, no, this is Hero Phase. I, I can't do these things. This is, boy, I can't wait for that to come up in the next fucking Battle Tome supplement where it's even worse. That's yeah. going to be great. <laughs> though anyway so he did all that bullshit and you couldn't do a goddamn thing about it and then what happened
1: Uh, I was entirely tabled on turn two and Andrew got to finish playing the game
0: yeah, so I essentially had, like, two turns on my own where it was just trogs, which, uh, in their defense, are really fucking tough Yeah, now. they are. With their new battle tome, with their new regen mechanic, and with uh, getting plus one to their saves when they're in the light of the bad moon, they're actually genuinely hard to put down now, which I love. Trolls are supposed to be stupid fucking tough. That's literally their whole shtick. Yeah. So, it was a good road bump. Uh, I couldn't really do anything to stop them at that point, though, because I only had three units of, like, melee fighting trolls between my, my boss and my two units of rock guts. So I was pretty much tied up in combat the whole time with my wizard, like, you know, casting spells every now and again, mostly failing those. Um... So I was able to bring back one of my units of Rock Guts after they got killed with the Loon Shrine. Then they broke my Loon Shrine to stop it from happening yeah. again. Thankfully, my Trog boss was able to finally put down one of the Mega Gargons. So I, I at least got that fucking moral victory of, you know, I got one of the big guys. He was then promptly killed by a Maw Crusher because, of course, he was. Uh, but I, I felt like, all things considered, we held out fairly well yeah. against that that pretty metalist. Yeah. Uh, and again, the
1: Brass Orb fucking worked, baby! Not that it mattered, sure f- but it worked.
0: It sure fucking did. Uh, <laughs> which was actually probably kind of a bad thing yeah, at that no, point. It, it, actually, able it to-
1: actually hurt us because otherwise I could have just killed that Maul Crusher with yeah, the two Warblighting uh, Cans. Eh, at that or point,
0: no. I don't know if it really would have no. changed anything, but, you know. <laughs> to give you but, an idea
1: yeah, no. of how dice-like ice we were, go on stream and watch how many Fucking ones I was rolling. Like it was being called out by them how bad my dice were. They're like, surely mm, you'll but, pass
0: some of these. Nope. But we did also rub off on them a little bit because the guy who was running the Mega Gargant specifically, for for the jokes, because he knew they were gonna win, mm-hmm. they kept doing the big all out attack where they forego all of the yeah, Mega yeah, Garden's yeah. attacks so and the do the one the one huge punch where if it goes through it's just a flat 4d6 mortal wounds uh and all he had to do was roll it two and at least two times i think maybe three he managed to roll, roll a wounds, one yeah. for it every time and it's just like well you still win but at least you don't get the big boy auto kill hit which uh, they were going into my den Trog Boss, who had the four-up ward save. He could theoretically have survived. He wasn't going to fucking survive. Yeah. So I'm really glad that didn't go through. But uh, they, it was a runaway victory. It was something yeah. like thirty-one to ten. It was. It was pretty bad. It was, it was, it was high twenties. Yeah, it was
1: like I think it was
0: 26-10. Yeah, they were they're as close to max points as possible. <laughs> it was ridiculous, but it, but it was I, a blast.
1: I, I, but,
0: we had a lot of fun. We held out a lot better than I expected to, given how actually competitive they are and how actually competitive we are not. So uh, that was that was pretty fun. Yeah,
1: that game was a 10 out of 10. I would get dumpstered on stream by them any day of the week.
0: Oh, absolutely. Had a blast. Uh, Super yeah. fun.
1: We, we laughed our asses off. Uh, one of their dudes, their... Um, Iron Jaw player was just as hungover as me. So like Andrew and the other guy were like talking stuff and me and him were just like quietly eating trail mix in the corner and drinking water. Yep.
0: And then occasionally <laughs> it'd be like, All right, some high energy moments. Let's roll some <laughs> dice and now I'm
1: gonna sit down. That hurt my head. <laughs> yeah. Uh so uh so. so after that we had our lunch break, then I think we had mm-hmm. hotel food that one, didn't we? Yeah,
0: it was something oh not great at least not memorable whatever it was we didn't have time to go anywhere good yeah we, we, we just were, we, were actually we just went in... to like
1: the hotel food thing because I got oh we got the sandwiches we got the fucking Italians
0: oh yeah 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 that's yeah true. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so we yeah, we got Because we to were us, actually so, in an area okay. where we were
0: we were with we were within walking distance of actual food at this convention, yeah. which was nice. Which was the opposite of last year because yeah. uh, they were way out in fucking Arlington, so there was nothing to do. But yeah. uh, we didn't do that this time because we didn't have enough time. So yeah. moving into round two after crushing a couple of sandos and yeah. getting some coffee,
1: we uh, uh, we played Team Bacon Sushi, who was which uh, fucking Iron Jaws and yep, uh, Iron Jaw Pigs. Deepkin. So, yeah, which uh
0: I hadn't played Deepkin since early second edition, since, so I was since not Brett. aware of their new mechanics. What? Since Brett. Yeah, since Brett. Yeah.
1: But yeah, of, they uh, were uh they were uh, from Boston, I believe it was. Boston. But nice guys, joked around with them the whole game. Uh this, this was, was the one where close we
0: both it was close, but you could tell Tony and I were both like hitting the wall. Me yeah. specifically, I was really hitting the wall where like I was full on zombie mode. I was like glass eyed. I wouldn't yeah. even hung over. I was just fucking tired.
1: I was uh, both hungover to, and tired.
0: To where like, you know, I could look at the guys and you could kind of tell they were concerned and I, I actually looked at them a, 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 like halfway through and I'm like, I'm not mad about anything, by the way. I'm just so exhausted. And you could see them both immediately be like, oh, okay, good, good, yeah. good. We thought you were pissed off. <laughs> and I was just like, no, man, I'm just dying over here. So uh, it didn't help that they were playing a fucking Iron Jaws list, which yeah. is real tedious.
1: But my Warp Lightning Cannon did some fucking work this game. This was the ones where they were just picking units up left and right, but we just, we could not score our secondaries because this is the one where right out of the gate, where Mm -hmm. we tried to get magical dominance to cast the one (laughs) spell. And I was like, I'll cast it on my dude because I need a fucking four to cast this. They can't dispel it. And I've got a reroll three. Oh, I got a reroll
0: three. Well, no, this was the one where I. Oh, no, you this, were going to do that. Oh, that's right. This is where it,
1: you, your dude did his thing. That was this game, wasn't it? Yeah, because
0: I, I had a spell that they couldn't dispel. That's Where right. I was like, oh, I, I need like a, a three. We got the primal dice. We're good. There's no way they can get this. Hi, Bosco. I hear you. I'll pet you soon, I swear. Um, and then I primal diced it, and my guy fucking exploded right. literally right. the first turn.
1: Yeah, it was <laughs> so,
0: uh, it was the big no chunkers
1: game when I failed the fucking rolls to get the yeah, spell off that
0: so, uh, we were we were starting that one off strong and then yeah just proceeded to not be able to really get secondary as well we held primaries pretty well yeah and then again my my rock guts were just a big speed bump he it took them ages to put them down because they're just so fucking tough but uh,
1: yeah they scored kind of they retricion. scored 12 on primaries we scored 11 on primaries but secondary is the we, we just got rolled on
0: the fucking the fucking deepkin like every phase something new yeah. happens where it's like oh this round we're minus one to all your hitting and this phase we're plus one to all our armor save and it's just like oh, fuck off uh, the big <laughs> it's, that... just, it's, it's one of those mechanics where you're just like Jesus really yeah. okay fine whatever <laughs>
1: the uh, the big things that kept us in that game were when you hit the 11 inch charge followed by the 10 inch charge
0: yeah I had two <laughs> extremely unlikely charges if, the, if I did not get oh, those they would have charged with trash they would have charged with more pigs and we would have probably lost for mortal wound bullshit Mm. so it was like that was the only thing that really kept us in that game as long as we did and like tony said much closer on that one but we didn't end up winning that one that one ended super nice guys
1: yeah yeah that one ended 13 18
0: yeah super nice guys really fun opponents knew what they were talking about well one of them knew what they were talking about the other guy this was his i think second age of sigmar (laughs) game the iron death player uh really good really well painted army he did a very good job with it but uh
1: I yeah, love that 3D model for his uh, wave cloak guy.
0: Yeah, what is that model like fucking a,
1: called? Uh, Idolon, I want to say. Sure, let's go with that. That sounds made up enough.
0: Um, but yeah, he had a he had a creature caster, which kind of was like a like a you know statue of Poseidon. Yeah, it was it was, it was
1: very Neptune looking, but it was really cool. Uh,
0: you know, no no uh, cape made out of waves like the actual model but uh yeah so very well painted um but there was a lot of uh the guy who knew what he was talking about explaining what was going Mm -hmm. on to the other guy so it was like I'm really tired I really want to do something else right now and you guys are way overthinking every single thing you have to do so like we were we were to the wire there was no downtime after this game we played until the end because they they had to talk through every angle and it's like you're going to charge with your pigs he's going to charge with his sharks let's get it over with (laughs) So, uh, you know, talking through the angles for the new guy, I totally understand. But holy shit, I had like four hours of sleep. I was ready to die. Yeah,
1: that one, that <laughs> one literally went till time. And I think we had enough time to like go refill our water bottles and then went right into round three.
0: And again, super nice guys. Yeah, we ended up oh, running into them throughout the convention yeah, the whole over time. And and it's over like...
1: again, we kept running into them.
0: And you could you could tell it was a lot more fun when we actually had sleep and we would actually like you know walk, walk by and be like hey dude what's going on fist bump you know it was it was, it was fun but oof I was not feeling it yeah. that game
1: <laughs> uh, so we go uh, into round three at zero and two doing significantly worse than we had last year at this point last year we were like oh man we can we can do well at this point this year we're like boy I hope we get a win or at least a draw. <laughs>
0: But hey, it worked out. We got a win.
1: shit! We committed war crimes on that third game, Andrew.
0: Oh, we... Oh, this was... Um, we took our our unoptimized lists and went into extraordinarily unoptimized lists.
1: Oh, yeah. boy. It was deep, Stormcast. deep striking Stormcast. And Cities of and, Sigmar.
0: But like... None of the good stuff of Cities of Sigmar.
1: <laughs> no, it was all of the good stuff of Cities of Sigmar. They just suck.
0: Oh, I didn't realize they were that bad. They were okay. that bad. <laughs> this is the pre, pre-new pre Tome, yeah. So, you know, if they're very good now, which they probably are, I haven't looked through the rules yet. Uh, we were not
1: playing that. <laughs> yeah, so basically the one dude had just the Dominion half of Stormcast with an extra unit of the Deep Strikers and then one of the heroes from the TV show.
0: And... Neve Black Talon, who <laughs> didn't really do much. Like her whole shtick was she could teleport, and that was kind yeah. of it. I expected her to do like Mortal Wounds or something, but she really didn't yeah. do anything. Yeah,
1: well I think her whole technical point, like if I would have put her in a list, it would have been to pop in the back and her ass war machines.
0: Or wizards. Yeah, yeah. Or
1: wizards. Uh and then the <clears throat> Uh, city's player had two units of the shooting dwarves, a big ass Drake Uh, yes. Thank you. Like Iron drakes. Uh, a big ass unit of 20 crossbows, a steam tank, um, a dwarf wizard, a dwarf cog priest, 10 fucking humans who just ran for their lives the entire game and a fucking gyrocopter that <laughs> did things it shouldn't ten. have done.
0: A grand total of fuck and all. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh and then the see we we went first in that one, didn't we? No, they went first. Yeah, because I Yeah, they went I first. I honestly don't remember. Hello, Bosco. <laughs> yeah, I believe Jesus, I believe they, they went first and they moved their line up, which was just a horrendous mistake. Uh, because oh yeah because I mean, guy
0: wanted to deep strike and like get in position for us that was it
1: yeah uh, so on turn one my storm fiends killed five of his like one of his squads of spear guys um, almost killed his banner guy one of my warp lightning cannons almost killed all the deep strike guys that came in and the other did 11 of 12 mortal wounds to the steam tank and then my storm which, uh, fiends ch- fucking charged up as well
0: and then they got uh, stuck in with a gyrocopter that managed to it's live a, a turn yeah. longer than he should have I-, I
1: charged a gyrocopter with storm fiends and the goddamn thing survived
0: yeah which the gyrocopter did nothing I yeah. expected it to like at least have a once per game ability to shit out mortal wounds or something those yeah. are crap they're actually well, bad well it
1: does if it flies over you it drops one mortal wound
0: which wahoo yeah, that that's yeah. bad for like anything.
1: And then, turn one, you you survived I, fucking forty crossbow shots and their shooting phase to your big which troll. did nothing. Yeah. I
0: I fully ex I fully expected them to be like beefed up and like oh this is cities shooting is their thing because I heard how scary like the pistoliers used to be. Yeah, um, but. I was like, okay, I guess I'll all-out defense on this, so I have my Dankhold Trog in the Light of the Bad Boon with all-out defense, so he essentially had a two-up save, but then it's like, oh, they don't even have a rend. I thought they would have, like, rend minus two or something. Oh. Okay. So I took, like, one wound off of that and then immediately regenerated on my hero face, so it's like, okay, cool. And then uh, by turn three, I'd managed to charge the Dankhold Trog into that said unit of oh, yeah. crossbowmen. And, uh, as Tony put it, committed fucking war crimes. Where fucking
1: 20 in one swing.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> well, I, I, I did think where I was like, oh, look at that banner bear squish. Cause I can just do that with the Dankhold Trogs. And then the Trog boss, uh, proceeded to, um, consistently this entire tournament. He has four attacks consistently. I'd only hit two, wound with two if I was lucky. And then he has d6 damage, which means I'd get like three. Uh, This time I hit with all four and I rolled uh, 22 (laughs) wounds, which um, uh, needless to say, killed the ever-loving fuck out of those crossbowmen. It It was was just one big swing. Yeah, it was basically (laughs)
1: like a fucking Mordor troll just fucking sweeping through a bunch of men of Goddor
0: yeah just knocked out the entire brick in one hit and it's like well that went faster than i expected okay and i'd ran up my one of my units of rock guts who promptly took off that last remaining wound from the steam tank which
1: it's important it's important to note yeah they don't explode it's important to note here that they went first then we went and then we double turned them
0: which we did not need the double no turn. We, we did were not we would win. have been
1: perfectly fine without it this just meant that we got to finish our day very early because yeah, that was a uh, fast and dirty game because you finished the steam tank and then in turn my, two, my other oh yeah go ahead we, my
0: other unit of guts charged into his unit of annihilators and the spear guys mm-hmm. and held them up for a turn killed the spear guys immediately killed the annihilators the next turn um and then we're just slowly trundling towards the iron drakes because that was kind of all that was left at yeah. that point
1: yeah because i uh, warp which... lightning cannoned both of their wizards to death in one turn uh and then just... oh yeah when you
0: did when you did five mortal <laughs> wounds to one wizard and then 12 to yourself
1: uh it was six and 17.
0: <laughs> yeah even yeah warp worse. Of my, warp i mean it's
1: turned to a mushroom cloud Uh, But we killed the fuck out of that wizard. (laughs) Uh, And then the other wizard just took like seven mortals from it and then all three of my fucking storm fiends pointed at the um, the one poor banner dude who brings Stormcast back who had like two wounds left and just fucking turned him into a fine fine mist
0: yeah that was uh the one unit they have where i'm like we have to kill that otherwise this might actually yeah. get kind of annoying like we'll still win but he'll be way more annoying so of course we just turned that guy to fucking powder yeah because
1: <laughs> on on their turn two they had what the cogsmith one unit of the the dwarf shooters and then their hero favorite. that deep strikes in left
0: uh and i think they might have had one annihilator left, which I promptly right. killed. So yeah, it was it was rough. And it was a rough one. As a
1: whole, we had lost my warp lightning cannon that blew itself up,
0: and I think I lost two trolls at that point. Yeah,
1: it was it was bad.
0: It was one of those ones where we were we were done at the end of like turn three. Like they yeah. just, we tabled them. Yeah. It was just like oh, well. I look forward to Cities of Sigmar being a lot better in your next battle tome, yeah. And then the other guy who was playing Stormcast was like, I actually have gets. I didn't realize they were good again. I'm like, they're not, but they're fun. <laughs> so <laughs> They're not bad, though. That's the thing with the new battle tome; They're consistently down the middle of the road.
1: <laughs> so up until the end of that game, we thought the play of that game was the Warp Lightning Cannon blowing itself and the enemy up, but it wasn't. Do you remember what the play of that game was, Andrew? Uh,
0: not off the top of my head. Enlighten me.
1: Uh, your Blizzard? Oh, Ooh. yeah.
0: <laughs> I, my, my fungoid cave shaman cast blizzard at Neve Blacktalon and, and killed her with, I want to say, 15 mortal wounds. And then, of course, I primal diced myself and killed my cave shaman. So. <laughs> yep. It was... They he, they he just encased both of them in a fucking block of ice, and that was it. <laughs>
1: um, I believe, Andrew, that you and I killed more points of our army than they did.
0: Oh, substantially. Yes, like, absolutely. It they, was bad. It was it was bad but you know i i kind of needed that puppy kicking at the end after yeah. getting fucking iron jaws twice in a row so yeah. uh it was not the worst day to worst way to end the day yeah, but
1: they were they were good guys we laughed joked around oh, had a blast right. with yeah. them so yeah gave them beers, gave
0: them beers <laughs> the only as we did with everybody of, who one, one of them, them
1: wanted a beer the other one didn't want the beer
0: yeah it's uh oof, yeah that yeah. was that what was, kind of a, a person, person a rough doesn't
1: want to drink at two in the afternoon on a thursday
0: I think we were at like four in the afternoon That's true. Yeah, that I was point, getting through.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we packed our stuff up early, rolled it back up to the room, and then wandered around the vendor hall for a bit. And that's when I chatted with the Baron of Dice guy, Steven, for a while. Uh, because I was perusing his dice, and when I walked over, he turned down his music, but it was Offspring. I was like, dude, you don't have to turn down the Offspring. He's like, sweet. And he turned it back up, and him and I were just humming it as we were digging through dice and just started shooting the shit for a while. Great guy. Great guy. When this episode yep. comes out, I'm supposed to ping him as well.
0: Yep. That was so. uh, another one too where you know just every time we come by we'd swing by the booth be like, Oh hi man,
1: what's going on? Yeah. Or
0: you'd be walking around with a beer or something afterwards and you know, just you end up you end up making con friends yeah, just hanging I, out. I, I
1: gave him a couple of our stickers.
0: Yeah, that was uh most of our purchasing happened that day, and uh, that was that's a good way to get rid of all of your impulse purchases when you spend most of your money on the first day.
1: Yeah. And then Thursday night what happened Thursday night
0: I think that was the night that we got pizza maybe
1: yes yeah so Phil went to a Thai place Matt and Chris went to the bar and ate and me Joseph and Andrew uh wandered and got some fucking great pizza a couple of blocks away for very nice like ice in our dice like ice jerseys in our
0: and uh, we were going, oh, we'll be healthy. We'll get the one that's essentially a salad. It was, you know, the ultra supreme pizza. And uh, it was so much shit that the pizza could not maintain structural yeah. integrity. So.
1: Dude, it was it was so great having restaurants within, like, close distance of us.
0: Yeah, no, there were some really good places. There was a really good Euro place mm-hmm. right beside the yeah. pizza place that we ate at later. That place that was, was good. That
1: was so much food
0: really good burger place the thai place mm-hmm. was good but i didn't end up eating there apparently the mexican place was really good so there, Wait, was, there was options you ate a, all very you ate
1: at the thai place did i Typhoon? yeah you got the fucking spicy something or another we all ate there it's where we ate saturday night
0: saturday night i
1: thought that was the
0: burger place that we ate no
1: the burger place is friday night
0: well lucky buns
1: yeah lucky buns is friday night I didn't take notes on the games. But by God, I yes, remember what we right. ate. Yes, you're right.
0: Okay. <laughs> I remember the food. Yes, yes. I got the I got the spicy noodles. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I remember. That was the other direction. I was thinking at the place, the the, the intersection specifically that had the Euro place in Lucky Place. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why my brain could not conjure yeah, we, the time We, place did, for we did
1: lunch at the Euro place on Saturday, Sunday.
0: Sunday. That was it.
1: Anyway, yes. so yeah, we got
0: pizza into the night Thursday and then slid into Friday, which mm-hmm. uh, was a, mostly a free day for us. Yeah. <laughs> We started off doing Frostgrave and kind of lost steam about halfway through, which run by Casey again, super cool dude, very into it. He, he showed up with all of his spare gangs. Excellent terrain, all the mats, he had all the all the accoutrements you'd need, pins, dice, just everything. He was perfectly set up for new people. Uh, we were just kind of tired and dipped out a little bit yeah, early. It, maybe um, we
1: shouldn't do events. On, oh, yeah, listeners, you remember from the last episode, I said it was like an 85% chance I was going to do the GT. I went with the 15% <laughs> chance to enjoy my uh, my free time a little bit more, which I do regret not doing the GT but at the same time it was awesome to just be able to wander around and hang out with all my con friends and the room where the gt was in like walking into that area just immediately gave me a migraine because it was this fucking bluish purple lighting on everything and it was oh god it was awful there's no very, way uh no way i could have played eight games in that
0: very back to the future enchantment under the sea dance lighting like it was it was weird i don't know i, I guess it's because it's supposed to be like a ballroom or something so it's like if you're having a, a formal dance or get together it's fine but if you like need to see all of your models hidden in terrain very low weirdly purpley blue lighting yeah. not the way to do things
1: yeah i'm I'm glad thankfully that the, I, uh, I didn't play in that
0: thankfully the age of sigmar area was well
1: lit oh it was great it was well lit it was huge and it never got, like, it got loud, but it never got like, I can't hear you across the table loud.
0: Yeah, there were a couple of moments where it was close, but never never properly went into that threshold. But yeah, so uh, we did Frostgrave for a bit. Uh, first opponent was great. Uh, I forget his name, but he was a friend of Michael's, uh, Enzo to Baker, yeah, who yeah. Uh, was on our Necromunda episode. Uh, cool dude, really fun. Um, yeah, I played him in game two. He was hilarious. Ended up winning against him, but it was fairly close. Uh, walls were my, my fucking MVP mm-hmm. casting that spell over and over. And he'd be like, oh, all right, I'll do crumble to get rid of that wall. And I'm like, man, that sucks that you got rid of that wall. I really needed that not to happen. I guess I should cast more wall. So <laughs> it would just fill the holes back up. So that was super fun. Uh, second guy I played against, uh, he was really quiet. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was okay game. I, I ended up committing war crimes against him cause I'm, cause I saw him cheat a little bit and I was like, I'm not about that. I'm not going to get into it though. So I'm not going to call him out. Uh, but that was kind of enough to sour it for me where I was like, I'm kind of done playing Frostgrave for the day.
1: Yeah. Um, I was hung over for my second morning in a row. So my first game, I, I, I didn't write either of these guys' names down, but we played a mission with a fucking cave bear. So we were going through the caves and stuff. Uh, the bear charged towards him, so I just snuck through the cave and grabbed a bunch of treasure and got the fuck out while he fought a bear. I kept a couple of my guys on just so, you know, it would have been a really diggish move because Frostgrave ends when one warband is off of the table and it would have
0: you can you can elect to bail early if it looks like things are yeah. going south for you
1: which when the bear went to him i could have just grabbed the treasure and jumped off the table but then he wouldn't have gotten the treasure that he had and he wouldn't have gotten to fight the bear and get the reward from that so like i'm, I'm not about that like it's a two-player game all both players to have fun so yeah. i i sat around on the board and just would kill random monsters when they would wander on and stuff uh great opponent we had a blast then the second game was against your first opponent. And this one we had to basically stop a star God being summoned. So it was really foggy. So visibility was reduced and there were cultists in the middle. And I was like, look, you kill half. I kill half. We each grab their treasures. We get the fuck out. He's like, sounds good to me. Cause neither of us were equipped to really fight each other. We were both like, we both had a little bit of offensive stuff, but we were definitely both more of the support style wizards. So, yeah, is
0: uh, really interesting in that, like, it's technically PvP, but, like, you're kind of an asshole if you go full PvP.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like last year. Motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so...
0: <laughs> or, like, this year with my second opponent, yeah. but I only did that because I saw him fudging numbers on his sheet yeah. and I was not about to. Oh,
1: no, that. I was talking about the guy I played last year who killed my entire warband and kept killing my guys as I was fleeing. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so we killed all the cultists very quickly in this game. Uh, then we went and grabbed. I think we grabbed hotel lunch again because we met up with Phil. Uh, we met up with I think Phil. We just did like. Did we do PB&Js? No. Yes, this was PB and J's. This is PB and J's. Oh, also,
0: uh, we we were actually smart this year and took snacks and took like sandwich stuff. And uh, I bought a coffee maker specifically <laughs> to bring because I was not about getting.
1: We drank so much coffee.
0: I was not about getting one K-Pod every fucking morning for my coffee. I needed a pot of goddamn coffee, and I needed it now and then. So I did that, and I brought a nice can of actual mm-hmm. good Athens local coffee from Jittery Joe's. So it, yeah. was, it was very nice to be able to go, hmm, we're done with this game. Let's run up to the room, brew a pot of coffee, make a sando, and get back down. <laughs>
1: yeah, because between the two of us, we kill between a pot and a half and two pots of coffee every fucking day. <laughs>
0: Oh easily. Sometimes Joseph would come in and get a cup and yeah, it was it was necessary oh, yeah, with how little well, sleep we were getting. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so we, we crushed launch that day. Yep.
1: And then uh then we just kinda wandered <clears> around <throat> and hung out with the rest of the guys. Uh, I spent a lot of time with Phil in the Age of Sigmar room. Um hung out with Matt for a while. We we, you know, talked battletech a little bit. That was when I picked up other battletech stuff. Uh, went to go hang out with Joseph as he played the Rookie Rumble which was not for rookies which hopefully we'll be able to record an episode and he can explain that whole debacle
0: yeah uh, Rookie <laughs> Rumble refers to playing as sevens because the players are rookies uh, we kind of interpreted that as hey for new players of Blood Bowl that was not no, the case
1: old players of Blood Bowl
0: but he still held his own pretty well he gotta win exactly
1: So they better not get in fucking slaughtered though. Eh? uh i don't remember what i
0: did on friday after that i think it was mostly the same just kind of bumming around checking out the vendor hall, uh you you played a lot with... of
1: wizard poker that evening
0: that was later that night
1: yeah yeah because uh, oh yeah, yeah that was at like seven because i started watching football
0: yeah so uh tony tony was being a different kind of nerd yep. hello bosco i swear i will pet you soon yep. I, I cracked um, beers
1: and people were coming in out of the room watching football with me me and joseph watched a bit of football so
0: Yeah, so I went down and met up with some of the bad guys' crew and played commander decks. Uh, It was fun. However, we had a couple of people who brought... We were mostly doing uh, pre-built commander decks. Like, I, I brought my chaos deck for 40k. Um... And then we had a couple of people who came in and were like, hey, here's my $200 deck that I handcrafted. Fuck all of you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. once that happened, it was like, mm, okay, it's 1230. Let's go to bed. So <laughs> uh, that was the end of the night. Still had a lot of fun. It was good hanging out with people. But a six-player commander with a one person coming in with a ridiculous deck, not so much fun.
1: Yeah, because so, you, you go back uh, yeah. to the room, and I was still watching football. And then you were out cold, and I was still watching football. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so uh that was that was a fun way to end Friday. which was pretty chill. I, I like having a couple of days off that are mostly like yeah. you know you play a little bit of games and then you just kind of hang out and do whatever. Oh, we went, we went we went to dinner at
1: Lucky Buns on Friday. Yes, which the was burger awesome. Place. It was really good food, but it was very dark and loud in that fucking restaurant.
0: Yes, and you could tell that the staff was slammed. It yeah, took a while for I, us to I get anything. I felt bad for
1: them, and they brought the entire yeah. wrong order out to begin with. They were like, "That's not us." I'm like, it's you guys. were like, "No." trust us oh dude
0: that guy was that guy was was adamant where he's like no you guys got fucking chicken nuggies and we're like not a single goddamn (laughs) one of us ordered chicken nuggies sir (laughs) so but they all had cutesy names on their menu so they were actually nuggies
1: (laughs) oh that's right yeah good food good burgers
0: uh, i got a really good spicy chicken sandwich i fucking horked that shit down it was delicious Ah,
1: so you were the other one who got the spicy chicken that's what i got too
0: it was great it was killer That might have been the best thing I had all weekend, honestly.
1: Uh, no, Andrew. Sunday.
0: What? That that's its own thing. And <laughs> oh. honestly, like if we're talking about a single individual thing, I think it might have been rudder.
1: I guess our energy says re- oh just as much the experience as the food.
0: Yeah. I'd say more than the experience than the food, honestly. Yeah. Although it is good food. It's really good. But food. we'll get there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah But yeah, so that's Friday. Moving into Saturday, which is uh, Slaughter Day. We revisited Blood Bowl, which was uh, a lot of fun. We, of course, wore our jerseys, as we did, uh, as we should. We had to represent the podcast. Um... So uh, I took Orcs list, which was almost identical to my League list, just with, um, with less special skills. Uh, although I still got access to a few bonus skills, so I was that guy, and I gave Block to all of my Biggins. So I had four Blitzers with Block, four Biggins with Block, uh, two Linemen, one Goblin, and one Troll, because they gave us a little bit of extra gold to play with. And uh, it was just generally kind of a tough team to put down.
1: Well, I wish my team was a tough team to put down, Andrew.
0: That's the joy of Orcs. They're just, they're, they're baby's first team. They're very easy to play. Yeah,
1: I ran my Skaven, which again, it was my league list with um, three extra Clan Rat linemen in it because we had the extra money for it. And five re-rolls. You would think with 13 I players and five re-rolls, that I'd be in pretty good shape, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, on paper. Yeah. <laughs> you would be wrong. Yeah. So how, how did your game one go, Andrew?
0: So in game one, I actually hit all of my goals, which if uh, you'll remember from last episode was bare minimum to get one touchdown. And then if I actually got one touchdown to get one win, I got both of those in one round because with, with, with one touchdown and one, and I won, won the game with it. So I played against another Skaven player mm-hmm. who had almost identical of a list to you. Um, yeah, I know. I played in the next was... round. I know. Spoilers. We'll get there. Sorry. Uh, he was relatively new to Blood Bowl. He'd said he'd only been playing for about a year or so. Super nice guy. Again, I'm terrible with names. I don't write anything down. So
1: I think I his name wanted, was like Steve. I wanted to say his name was James.
0: Might be Greg. Who knows? It was Bartholomew, this this game player. Um, oh, I wish. Either way, super nice guy. Really fun. Um, he came super close to getting the turn to uh, Gutter Runner pass touchdown uh thankfully i was able to get the the blitz go for it where i I had to do uh two two ups and then a three up to tackle his guy thankfully managed to get it cause him to fumble the ball spent the entire rest of the half just trying to trudge the ball back to his side didn't get a single touchdown with that um went to round two and then my dice turned hot i was able to knock out his rad ogre uh i was able to just pummel the shit out of his line get a quick touchdown and then just kind of... You'll be able to hear the cat. Yeah, the no, he is, he is he is
1: wildly loud.
0: Losing his mind. He absolutely <laughs> wants attention. I'll probably get a quick pause to pet him after where I'm done with this. Uh, anyway, um, uh, uh, just proceeded to pummel the shit out of him. I had well over half of his team in either the knockout or the casualty box. It was one of those ones where he was just like... I'm just gonna try and roadblock you so you don't continue to get touchdowns on me, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. It's it's one of those games. Like he he did a very good job of defense in that first half, though. But his dice betrayed him in the second half, and mine went well above average. So uh, ended the game one and zero, which was super fun for me. I was great. I hit all my goals. I was happy for the rest of the game to go. The rest of the day to go exactly uh, as however it went because I I'd done what I came out to do. So how was uh how was your first game, Tony?
1: So my first game I was the ringer match. So I played one of the TOs, Michael, and his Norse, and it was it was old metal Norse models. It was great. Him and I laughed. We were probably the two loudest people in that room, just joking and laughing and going back and forth. I ended up losing three-two to Norse, which was wild that the Norse scored that much. But, like, he had one where he was like, oh, I'm the ringer, so I'm not supposed to try and win. I'm like, no, fucking try and win. Like, play the game. Like, I don't want to I I hand me win. Yeah. yeah. So he did, and he's been playing Blood Bowl for a long time. Uh, he gave me some pointers and stuff like that. And it was a good game. Uh, he was up 2 nothing at the half. Like, my first Ooh. half was bad. Like, double skull, re-roll the double skull. Fucking rat ogre rolling a one and killing one of my dudes and then the next turn rolling a one and killing one of my dudes sort of bad yes. uh, I came out of the second half I scored two very quick touchdowns and it was 2-2 uh, and then he scored the third one and I had two turns left and I get a gutter runner down to the fucking like in the end zone and I've got uh, catch on him and I've got cloud burster and throw on um my thrower. So I fucking throw a beautiful pass to him. Doesn't get intercepted. Fucking lands right at him. Gutter runner needs a two to catch it that he can re-roll. Fucking one. Re-roll it. Fucking one. Of course. Game ends with me fumbling the ball at the end zone. So oh, beautiful. Uh, but I mean, dice like ice baby. <laughs> That's Blood Bowl. Uh, but it I was, represent. yeah, it was fun. We laughed, you know, whatever. I was zero one. one I scored two touchdowns. <laughs> that was fine. Then it rolled into round two, which I'm going to steal this one from you first. Okay. So my round two was against your round one opponent, the Skaven player. And our lists were almost identical, except I had, uh, instead of taking two, um, or sorry, instead of taking four, Lineman, he took two blitzers who didn't do a goddamn thing. But the running joke was wherever one of us put our rat ogre, the other promised to put their rat ogre stacked directly against it. As you do. As you do. Uh, My rat ogre got knocked out almost immediately that game and did not come back until late in the second half, (laughs) which then knocked his rat ogre out. Perfect. Yeah, but this game was... So the first turn, he's still new to Blubble. He's new to Skaven. I played a lot of Skaven. When he, I, I lined up my guys because I kicked to him. And then he lined up his. I was like, let me give you a suggestion. Don't line up like this. He's like, why not? I'm like, because it's not the NFL. And you don't want all of your guys on the line.
0: So, which is you know very you know, good advice, especially yeah. so, for something like Skaven.
1: Yeah. So, you know, he did that. And then. I probably could have won this game had I not spent, like, the first four of his turns helping him beat me. But it's—I would rather both of us have a good time and him go away with the game learning something than me fucking taking advantage of him not knowing how to pilot the list very well. Right. So this game ended as a perfect tie. It was a 2-2 to tie— with exactly one casualty apiece and both of the casualties that we each had were a lineman and it was gutter runners who scored our touchdowns so it was, a, it was a, as a, scaven do oh my god it was hilarious <laughs> yeah so it was a perfect tie but we had a great game uh my dice had some issues his dice had some issues but all all in all it was solid
0: excellent good to hear all right uh, we'll get into my game too after I pet this fucking cat because he is like a batting at the door. <laughs> yeah. So, the podcast listeners, you want to say hi? No, just sniffing the mic. Okay. One day he'll actually meow into the microphone and it'll be perfect. Yeah. So, my slaughter day, uh, round two, uh, will go very quickly in my discussion because Jesus fucking Christ was I just <laughs> demolished. uh So it was orc v. orc. We had a mirror match. Although uh, his orcs were a smidge different in that he actually took some different skills on his biggins. He took um, guard on a lot of his, so not nearly as much uh, helping out from my other teammates as I would like. But uh, it didn't matter because uh, this was one of those games where he proceeded to roll nothing but POWs and stumbles, so fives and sixes. And whenever he went to break armor, he rolled nothing but ten or higher. So,
1: yeah, we were done do
0: in, I want to say, maybe 45 minutes, which is uh, super fast for a Blood Bowl game. Uh, yeah, he I-, I looked
1: back at the half, and you weren't at the table anymore.
0: No, it was like, so every now and again, you'll get one of those rounds in Blood Bowl where somebody does very well, and doesn't manage to kill you, and just proceeds to knock your whole fucking team down. And the only thing you can do on your turn is stand your team back up and hope they don't do it again. That was my entire game, but he also killed a bunch of people. (laughs) So it was just like, (laughs) it was one of those ones where like, I couldn't even be mad about it. I was just baffled at how fucking hot his dice were. And as always, super nice dude. Like he was really cool dude. And it was one of those things where I was like, he he rolled dice and I'd be like, it's going to be an 11 oh it's a 12 oh it was like that the entire fucking game to where it was it was it was baffling at how good his dice were like he his dice were on fucking fire and he had just like games workshop dice so there was no way he was like having loaded dice or anything not that i would accuse him of that anyway sometimes dice just went hot but just i got my fucking orcish dick stomped it was bad it was like it was one of those ones where like as soon as we were done he's like hey what's up he just plops a sam adams on the table and he's like you probably need this And i'm like yeah yeah i do which i didn't drink because it's sam adams but i threw it in the cooler i think we gave it to somebody else later so i wondered
1: where the fuck that came from
0: yeah he gave me a sam adams Oktoberfest, and i was like thanks bud and i I just i think
1: i (laughs) i think i drank that one watching football saturday night
0: yeah it was it was it was one of those games. If you roll, nothing, surprisingly enough, if you roll nothing but the equivalent of fives and sixes and then the equivalent of ten or higher, uh, you fucking win. So that's what he did. That was my game. Mm-hmm. I think I knocked out one. No, I didn't cause a single casualty. Oh, and I forgot. So we actually got weather on this one. Typically in Blood Bowl, you have to roll to see if oh. something wacky happens with weather, which means you never roll it. The It's always uh, perfect weather. Almost oh, always. a
1: beautiful day for Blood Bowl.
0: Except this time we rolled Sweltering Heat. Which means at the beginning of each drive, you lose D3 guys. So I was losing D3 guys on top of all the casualties he was causing. I had a turn where I had three guys on the pitch (laughs) (laughs) with orcs. (laughs) And it's like, okay, well, that's Blood Bowl, baby. (laughs) so that was my round two i it was one of those ones where i had no recourse i could do literally nothing it was just he played blood bowl with himself essentially and i was like whatever you win it's cool i don't care i'm not mad whatever you just do your thing and we were done in like 40 minutes and i had a nice leisurely lunch (laughs) Uh,
1: so what about your round? how about your round three tony (laughs) oh no go ahead go ahead and do yours i did two in a row you do two in a row That's fair.
0: Oh, okay. Well, we'll go into my round three. My round three was much more fun. Uh, Significantly more even, a lot more. uh, Both of us actually got to play the damn game. So it was my orcs versus a Norse player, um, which I had some experience with playing Tony's Norse a few times. Uh, Pretty similar list to what you would have taken. Uh, Brought the Yeti, brought the Beer Pig, all that fun stuff. A lot of linemen, a lot of the Urfinkarn or whatever they're called, Um, Blitzers, Valkyries, et cetera, and so forth. Uh, Really fun match. First half very much went my way. Uh, It was a very, very good scrum in the middle, but I was able to get a turn 7 touchdown, 1-0. But Next drive, he was able to pretty much immediately uh, punch a perfect hole in my line and was able to snake his Valkyrie through and also get a touchdown. And we were tied 1-1 for most of the game. Like, it was a fucking nail-biter. Unfortunately, he was able to knock out quite a few of my guys, so I was down to like six or seven players left when he had most of a full team on the pitch. And so I was just barely able to just speed bump him as much as I could. I was trying to just hold on long enough to go for that tie or maybe a you know just 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 take down as much time as possible maybe get lucky and get a fumble or something and able to get the ball away from him couldn't quite do it he was just barely by the skin of his teeth able to get a turn seven touchdown in the last half and ended up winning the game two to one but it was a fucking close fucking good game it was one of those ones that you play blood bowl for where it was fun and tight and everybody was having a good fucking time rolls were good nobody was too cold nobody's ice ice were too hot like last time it was just a fun game all around glad would play that guy again absolutely fun time and norse are just a fun team to play against yeah
1: oh yeah for sure
0: so uh yeah i ended up uh finishing my day one and two which was pretty much my goal i wanted one touch one touchdown and one victory and i got both of those and then some so uh how about you what was your third game tony
1: Well, my Game 3 was the opposite of your Game 3. It was one of the least fun games of Blood Bowl I've ever played. And it had Uh. zero to do with my opponent. My opponent was a great guy, but like he could tell that I was starting to wear thin and get salty in this one. Uh, but it, mm. it wasn't it wasn't his team. It wasn't his play style. It wasn't anything like that. Now, I knew I was going to like the guy when I sat down and I offered him a beer and he goes, nope, already got one. And he slides a fucking tall boy of Miller Light out of the top of his can koozie and just drops <laughs> it back in. I was like, all right, we're going to get along just fine. Uh, man. He was running Lizard Men. Uh, and it was your your normal lizardmen with no no croxagore, uh, but a bunch of Saurus warriors and skinks. Croxagore
0: is pretty pricey so that was probably a good choice.
1: Yeah. And he put block on his um uh on his lizardmen. So that was saurs warriors. Yeah. Saris warriors, yeah. Sorry. So that was already going to be a rough start for my skaven. Uh but he kicked to me first and my first turn I knocked every one of his Saurus warriors down and stunned four of the five and blitzed one of his skinks down. And like most of his team was on the ground. I was like, oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. So I got a beautiful cage set up around. Yeah. I got a beautiful cage set up around one of my gutter runners running along the next turn, you know, he threw some skinks to try and stop my cage, and my gutter runner just dodged through him, scored a touchdown on two. I was like, "All right, baby, now we're playing some fucking Blood Bowl. And that was the last ray of sunshine I fucking had that game. My (laughs) dice went so cold that both of the tournament organizers were standing over there like, what the fuck? Go buy new dice. I'm talking everything I did. If if it needed a 2, I would roll a 1 with dodge and re-roll it to a 1. I would roll fucking double both downs against his guys with block. Like, everything could go wrong. And that dude's dice were on fucking fire. Every time he hit one of my players, he broke armor and stunned them. He never killed anybody. He KO'd a couple. But every single time he would hit one of my guys, they would end up stunned. Not like... Like, I'm talking like skinks hitting a rat ogre, sort of bullshit. Like, Jeez. everything he did was like just fucking Three dice. My... Yeah.
0: Three dice you choose, and he still knocks you out.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, he had, it was, it was, he ended up getting enough skinks around it to do a single die block and fucking rolled a pow on it. And then rolled an 11 <laughs> to break the fucking armor on it. And then rolled a seven to stun the bastard. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? But like, I just, I could not catch a break that game. Um, I ended up scoring another touchdown, but he was already, uh, I scored a touchdown at the end of the game after he scored three touchdowns, barely even trying. So that was a 3-2 loss as well. So over the course of this uh, fucking thing, I scored six touchdowns. I scored two every game. So that was kind of cool. It's not bad. Uh, But I only KO'd one of his players that game. And it was in the opening drive. And after that, I think I maybe broke armor two more times that game.
0: Dice like ice. Dice like ice.
1: It was, and it was, it was a fast game just because of that. Because like, I would start, I would do a thing, I would roll a skull, I would re-roll it, I would roll a skull. It would be his turn, he'd put most of my team down and run his cage. It would go to me, I would roll a skull, I would re-roll it, it would be a skull. He would move his cage and score. Then he would kick it to me. I would go to pick up the ball. I would roll a one. I would re roll it. I would roll a one. It was his turn. Like, it was that. It was Good fucking Lord. stupid. But yeah, so that was yeah, mine. Uh... Uh, so I finished Slaughter Day zero, two, and one. And I think next time I am just going to run Stunties and go into it with no expectation of winning, but just having fun. Because, like, the list I brought, I've played with a bunch of times. I went in there thinking, like, I could put a good showing up in Slaughter Day this year. I was wrong.
0: And you probably could have, but your dice betrayed you, it sounds like, for a good chunk of it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but Jesus. So I'm just going to start doing Stunties. I'm just going to keep going That's with my snotlings enough. and just run them. Or maybe do a goblin team, because I do like all the doofy shit goblins can do.
0: Goblins are very silly.
1: Yeah. So
0: Maybe. You never even know. We might get a new stunty team by next year. I'm oh not my holding God. my breath, but you I don't, never I don't know. even know what it would be. Same. Uh, Nurgling specific?
1: Oh, gee. If there's a Nurgling team, I'm in. That would or, be or like uh, Brimstone Horrors.
0: Oh, yeah, there's a lot of goofy chaos shit you could do.
1: Oh, dude, I wish there was a demon team that just had, like, brimstone horrors, nerglings. I guess those are the only Ooh. little demons.
0: They're kind of the only cutesy ones, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nothing Slanesh, Uh, Nothing corn because they don't really do cute, so, eh. Yeah.
1: Sure they do. Blood Crushers are beautiful. They're just adorable little thuggers. Know, there he is.
0: <laughs> and you know Slaanesh's was something gross, so. Yeah.
1: Yeah so i said yeah that was saturday and then after we finished up slaughter day we you know did our classic wander around and hang out with the rest of the dice like guys crew see what they were up to
0: and then saturday was that was when we went and got ty
1: saturday was ty yeah saturday was typhoon
0: and then across the street and got gelato ended up meeting up with uh, ken and the main crew which was fun yeah um, I got some hazelnut gelato, which was fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, see, you guys stood in a really, really long line to spend a lot of money on gelato. Joseph and I just grabbed a pint of the gelato from Grab and Go that was the same price as two of y'all's scoops of gelato. And we were sitting out there shooting the shit with everybody eating it.
0: It was really good gelato. We, big one, we didn't that wait that shit. long. It was like it was like five minutes. Uh, so good gelato. Ended up playing more 40k commander that night. Um, mm-hmm. We did. Uh, uh, 40k specific decks, which was really fun. So I brought my Chaos deck. Uh, Badcast Dan has his Imperium deck with Marius Kalgar as the commander. Uh, I had Belacor as my commander. Um, yeah. main, uh, Will from the main crew was playing Tyranids um, with Old One Eye as his commander. I think it was. And then yeah. uh, Ken was playing Ken with Dan's Necron deck. Yeah, and he had uh, Sarahs whatever I think his was the name commander, is. Right?
1: Oh, and Trazen, I thought no, it was Trazen wouldn't... that he was using.
0: I don't remember, but either way, he was playing Necrons. Uh, that was a fun time. Uh, I ended up not being the first to die, uh, but I certainly did not win, and that's kind of all I needed. So it was just a fun time. Uh, yeah. Magic is fun. I'm very bad at it.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't enjoy the wizard poker, but I will hang out during it. So I uh, restocked and reloaded the beard to Lear and went down with you, and I basically just shot the shit with... Uh, T D and Craig sniffing and uh Campbell and we just were killing some beers and shooting the shit while you guys Talk were playing wizard tech. poker. Yeah, talking talking a lot of battle tech. Uh and then uh kickoff for a bunch of football games happened. So you were still playing wizard poker, Campbell was hitting his wall, so I wandered back upstairs to watch football.
0: Yep. Uh and then we wrapped up fairly early. It was like eleven or something when I got back up to the room. So we actually uh, yeah, give or take. Hit the hay. Hit the head a fairly reasonable time. And then uh yeah, moving into our Sunday.
1: Yeah. Which neither of us Which, had anything uh... really scheduled for Sunday. Well I had I had no, a painting. They... A speed painting. Oh, you didn't talk about your speed painting on Friday. That was what you did.
0: Oh yeah. I did the speed painting. Um it, it sucks. Ten o'clock it... at night. Yeah, I thought it was ten AM. It was actually ten PM. Uh but that was fine. Uh the problem was there was no, like, actual paint. It was all the army painter speed paints, which, uh, really not the best way to do a speed painting competition. <laughs> <It's>
1: literally <laughs> uh, in the name, uh, Andrew. Andrew. It's literally in the name.
0: Mm, it, was, it was not good. Um, I picked a model that didn't... Uh, have a good coat of primer on it either so uh speed paint does not work very well when your art when your your model is like a uh, half plastic and not actually covered in primer so uh needless to say i did not win not that i expected to but uh it was me like mainly fighting to try and figure out how to make the fucking paint work for like 30 minutes out of that hour and uh eh, mm, didn't have a great time with it but yeah yeah try again next year yeah but anyway moving into sunday
1: yeah, so Sunday, um, the morning we, what did we do that morning? Did we just kind of wander? We went to go hang out with Phil. We watched some of Phil's game.
0: Yeah, that was that was a very uh, chill day for us. We really didn't. End up oh doing yeah, that, that was the that day much. we
1: slept in. And we slept until like eight thirty.
0: Oh man, that was great. <laughs> that It was so much fun. I had such a good time not doing anything.
1: Yeah, we, and then, yeah, walked down, hung out with Phil for a little bit, and then uh, I just waited on uh, my buddy Wes and his wife Ashley to come in, and they got there around um, 11 or so.
0: Yeah. Hung and out with then we, for a
1: bit. yeah, wandered through the vendor hall and stuff like that, uh, hung out with Phil for a little bit with them, introduced them to the rest of the crew, Then, uh, then we walked to go get Euros from that place right next to the pizza place.
0: Yep, which was really which, good euros. I, god damn that's I samosa
1: dude I could have just lived off those fucking samosas all weekend
0: yeah I could have had three of those and that would have been a great lunch
1: mm-hmm. yeah I got the salad because I thought it would be a smaller portion meal I was incorrect it was everything in everybody else's euro plus fucking four and a half pounds of lettuce I
0: was about to say the euro was essentially a salad because it was like all Rice. onion and lettuce and tomato yeah. so it was, I had a it was, salad that also had lamb in it
1: <laughs> yeah there was so much food it was really good though
0: it was like twelve bucks, which was awesome for yeah. DC prices.
1: It took a while, but that's fine. They were fairly that's, busy with two-game fine. orders. Yeah, um, um,
0: and the only the only like gaming I actually got done was I actually ended up meeting up with uh, the main crew to play some A Song of Ice and Fire miniatures game by Coolmates. That's or not. right. Um, that's right. Which was like it was my relearning game. I'd only kind of played it uh, in the past like three or four months. So I took a joke list, I took Mag the Mighty, I took 1-1, I took two Giants, and then I took uh, Bear Cavalry and Craster as my only NZU, and um, that actually went a lot better than I expected it to. Uh, I played against Will from the main crew, and he brought Greyjoys, which I had never played against, and uh, they got a significant buff in the past uh, FAQ that came out, so they have all of these uh, uh, pillage tokens that they can get, which give them a bunch of bonuses, so um, the common one was that they could fight as if they were at full ranks, even if they were down to one rank, which was really powerful in a lot of situations. Uh, And then with one of his NCUs or maybe his commander, I forget which, he could spin pillage tokens and just bring back a unit that had died, which is uh, real fucking big. That's a that's a free folk mechanic being used for an army that is uh, tends to have more powerful units than free folk, but um, didn't end up mattering all that much. Mag the Mighty went fucking ham into these guys. He ended up killing like half the army on his own. Uh, one one did a lot of work one of my savage giants got one of the uh, bonus cards that mag as commander could give where he could chuck rocks at him and he did a lot of work and uh, for being my joke goof list I actually ended up winning nine to eight which was uh, nice. kind of shocking and uh, was a good way to get back into it Um and you could you could tell Will was also not expecting that cuz like he took great joys they're very good right now and he actually knows the rules very well so he was like ready to go even though it was a learning game you could tell he's like I'm I'm going to win it's fine but I'll I'll teach you how to play and then I ended up turning it around on him and it's just like uh okay then <laughs> so that was kind of fun uh but yeah very fun guy to play against would gladly play against him again it was just uh we um we're kind of in an interesting space because we went and played at one of the free tables at the Age of Sigmar tournament area, which uh, was at the end of the tournament. So um, the fucking awards ceremony started forming around us, and they started <laughs> giving out awards for the, the AOS GT while we were playing a Song of Ice and Fire Miniatures game by Cool Minis or Not. And nobody like asked us to stop or anything and we just kind of kept playing the whole time (laughs) like we took we we put our voices down because we didn't want to be rude but it was like i mean we were here first fuck y'all so (laughs) we did we did finish during the award ceremony and that was pretty funny and also continuing to lend itself to the joke of you can play a song of ice and fire miniatures game up cool minis or not anywhere so there you go so that was fun Uh, and that was the only gaming that i got in during all of sunday
1: yeah, so I was uh, I was hoping to go play a Song of Ice and Fire miniatures game by Cool Minis or not with you, but it was also right at the same time as the speed painting competition with uh, Joseph and Wes and Ashley, and I was going to go do that instead because they're my friends from up north that I rarely get to see. So we did that. Um, I also at the speed painting contest with all the sp- it's a bunch of the army painter speed paints as you know. I didn't realize that there was an entire rack of them that I could have just gotten from. I thought we were limited to the ones that were on our tables, so we had yeah, very do, strange color palette.
0: They didn't do a great job explaining the parameters yeah, of what you could didn't. and could not do.
1: But I mean, I I'm, I'm fine with it. It was all for a really good cause. It was for a mental health charity, so like Yeah, yeah, it I, was for charity, I, I, so I'm all like I, for I, it. I
0: I don't feel bad that I lost or that I didn't really care for how the painting was. I was essentially just donating $12 to charity. That's fine.
1: Yeah, so uh, you picked the barbarian model, correct?
0: Yeah, there was like a dwarf king barbarian kind of thing.
1: Yeah, so that's the same one that Wes picked. And then me, Joseph, and Ashley all picked the owl. Uh, And we all did different paint schemes on the owl that were kind of similar. I did mine in uh, blues and greens. Joseph did reds and greens. Ashley did hers and greens and grays. Because that was basically our whole... C- which she ended up winning uh, out of ours, which was awesome. Uh, she has an art background, but it's the first mini she's ever painted. We were all super proud of Wes. It, like I said, I've been trying to get Wes to do minis for 30 fucking years. And he's still... That was the first time he's ever put brush to model. And yep, yeah, it looked fine. Like, he did a great job for it. And that is a little bit of a testament to speed paints as well. I know you don't like speed paints, but they they do what they're meant to do they're a tool in a toolbox so i like them uh but yeah she won she got um oh i don't remember the name of the board game but she's like i'm not gonna carry this giant board game around and on the metro all fucking weekend so she saw like a family with a kid and was like hey do you want a free board game and just gave it to them so kid was ecstatic but, well, there you go. I yeah. hope it's a fun one. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was off. It was one of the independent developers, but it's got like a 7.6 or something like that on Board Game Geek. So. Not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then we all met up to go to everyone's favorite Italian restaurant, a Riveter Cheese!
0: Also known as Carmine's.
1: No, 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 no. It's a Riveter Cheese. Da, 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 da. But okay. the greatest fucking part of that was when we were trying to figure out how to get there and phil i guess just assumed that it was actually called the rivadirties because we kept calling it and he was like how do you spell it and it was it was joseph that started spelling it correct yes yeah and none of us said a fucking thing so phil is legitimately google searching a rivadirties in his map which uh it was that was fucking perfect we were all so brain dead at that point though
0: yeah, it was, uh, it was a good goof.
1: Yeah, it was, it was pretty solid. <laughs> so uh, we wandered out of the hotel, wandered uh, many blocks down to the metro station, uh, and then, like the true New Yorkers we are, hopped on the metro to dry, to ride farther into D.C. And hopped off and started going the wrong direction to start with, and then figured out where the fuck we were and got to Urviderci's like uh, an hour before our reservation.
0: Which was fine, because we could just hang out at the bar, and, uh, eh, you know, those who wanted to got a glass of wine, mostly just chatted, and then uh, got sat down right in the middle of the restaurant, which was uh, a little overwhelming at first, because it was real fucking loud, but (laughs) thankfully a few of the very large families that were there cleared out, so it ended up being a very reasonable restaurant environment. Uh,
1: Yep, we probably all had a fair amount too much alcohol, uh, and started to get a little loud as well, though, so... (laughs) we uh, got that food is so fucking good. And it was it's, it was just a hard a, to
0: go wrong with Italian.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we got like three appetizers for the whole group that it's, it's if you listen to our episode last year, you kind of know what we're talking about. So this place is a not swanky Italian, but it's not like low end Italian. It's it's up there in the spectrum, but it's like uh, kind of like when you go to a Chinese restaurant or something like that and you get family style so like if you order an entree it's not just like hey andrew here's you an entree of food it's like here's you an entree of food that will feed a family of four it's like that but italian so we got uh i think three appetizers three entrees and two desserts i believe it was
0: mm, i think it was 4 4 and 2
1: was it f- yes it was it was 4 4 and 2 you were correct
0: uh and then we had two extra people this year yeah sorry we had three three extra people this year
1: three extra people this year yeah because we were only six of us or five of us last year yeah and uh a couple of bottles of wine a bunch of beers across the table and just we were in there almost till they closed (laughs) so we uh fucking chowed down on pasta and got our traditional pie plate tierra masseuse at the end of it
0: so much goddamn to your It
1: was good, though. It was real fucking good.
0: Yep. And then uh, we, we stretched our legs at the mall to kind of, you know, get the digestion going again like we did last year. And, uh, of course, both Matt and Tony had the hurt foot, so they ended up getting an Uber and cutting out a little bit early.
1: Yeah, because we walked to where we did last year, and then you guys were like, let's walk to the White House, and Matt and I were like, fuck that. <laughs> Y'all go ahead. That was
0: one of those ones where I was kind of like, fuck that, but we didn't really coordinate on uh, what was happening, so I ended up walking to the White House, so that was fun. <laughs>
1: I was like, man, I
0: just ate like 4,000 calories of Italian. I don't (laughs) want to walk to the White House, but I still did.
1: Matt and I hopped in the Uber and went back to the hotel. And uh, we actually were standing outside when the AK student, Ali, came out. And we sat there and chatted with him for quite a while. Then uh, Matt and I went to the bar and we were two of the only people in the bar, grabbed a couple of beers there and were shooting the shit with the bartender uh, and learned a lot of weird, interesting stuff about the history of the hotel like yeah did you how know ronald
0: reagan got shot there
1: yeah. well no things about how like it was owned by um magic johnson for a while just like a bunch of other random facts uh also it has one of the hardened nuclear bunkers for dc in the basement below it uh he oh, would fine. not he, i asked him if we could go to it he told me no so that was kind of disappointing uh and then then you guys uh came back in and most of the group went to bed because they're cowards but you and I went back downstairs with Ken and some of the Goonhammer guys and some of the just other random people that we've all met through the convention and cracked open the bottle of scotch and you should not have let me drink that much scotch
0: I'm never going to stop you having a good time
1: (laughs) especially
0: because you weren't driving the next day
1: (laughs) yes oh my god that was so nice (laughs) But yeah, so we we cracked the bottle of scotch, finished off the last of the beers we had, and just sat down there shooting the shit. We're gonna try and do a round of Secret Hitler, but that ended yeah, it did, up not it did happening. Didn't quite pan out, and That's it was a little too think. late anyway. Yeah, yeah, because that was at like one a.m. when we were down there, because we got back to the take, room, because yeah. we didn't get back to the room till a little after two, I think.
0: Something like that, yeah. And then uh, woke up at right around eight-ish, and, you know, speed shower, speed pack.
1: the single worst bagel I've had in my entire fucking life. Jesus
0: Christ, yeah. So they, some of the other guys got up a bit earlier because they went to bed at a more reasonable time, and so they hit up a a cafe down the street and got us some bagels, and uh, they were toasted. And when I say toasted, I mean they were fucking nuked to the point where they were kind of like trying to chew on a brick.
1: Yeah, it was... Not the best.
0: So I just kind of licked the cream cheese out of it and threw the rest of it away because it was just As awful. You do. Like, I was fucking like worrying for the health of my teeth if I tried to continue eating that thing.
1: Yeah. But hey, it was the thought that counts. They brought us breakfast, and that's awesome. That
0: is certainly true. And then I continued to chow on uh, beef jerky and trail mates like I had nope. the entire rest of the weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah. So and then, we, uh, yeah, drove home. Got all our stuff packed and, and just fucking drove back to Athens.
0: Fun thing about DC, uh, Atlanta has worse traffic. DC has by far the crazier fucking drivers. Like, yeah, oh it's, my god, dude! They will cut. They will cut you off at the drop of a hat, and sometimes it feels like for fucking funsies. Where it's just like, why? Why? Did, this, this is a fifteen-person passenger van. We can't break on a dime. You'll you'll die. You, this is a fight you're die. going to lose. This is a fight you're going to lose, Kia Soul. That's cutting us off for no fucking reason.
1: Oh uh, yeah, that but was you
0: know, baffling.
1: All in all had a fucking great time.
0: Yeah, no, super fun time. Absolutely enjoyed pretty much every minute of it. Uh I would love it if it was five hours closer, but hey, you can't yep, help yep. geography. And uh yeah, would ten out of ten would do again. Had a fantastic yeah. time. Um
1: well, plan on doing Only it again.
0: real only real complaints were no mini fridge or microwave in the room. And uh the rooms were fine and then i guess if they continue with the the venue get the lighting situation fixed in the main ballroom because that's just not i'm not going to play in that room if that's how it continues to be if i for some reason decide i want to do a 40k gt so uh yeah but other otherwise pretty good
1: yeah um i will say i think the biggest win of the con was us bringing all those fucking carts because those things are the greatest shit ever
0: Yes, foldable cart is a yeah, 10 oh out of 10 on the must-do scale. If you're not flying or like taking a bus or something where you're not allowed to bring something that big, bring a cart.
1: Yeah, because it helped us get everything to the room, back from the room. We all used them in events. It was just also useful in the room to just charge things on.
0: Yeah, we just used it as a spare table.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh note to self, bring fucking pillows next year, because I don't know what those uh, things on the beds were, but they were not pillows.
0: They were those lying hotel pillows where they look nice and fluffy and then you put your head on it and it just crumples into a sheet of paper.
1: I'm I'm pretty sure uh, they were just fucking pillowcases filled with the old infomercial toy phloam.
0: God <laughs> 90s fucking flashback on that one That's right
1: yeah but uh those those pillows were the worst part of the fucking hotel so, yeah
0: down. I stacked all of them available and it equaled about half of a normal pillow
1: yeah no it got to the point where like I was using like my shirt or I took the blanket off of the bed and wrapped the fucking pillows in the blanket one night which that worked fine except for the fact he got fucking hot that was the other thing our air did not work nearly as good as everyone else's
0: which uh, seemed like a consistent issue as well amongst a lot of people because I heard a yeah. multitude of people saying they had AC issues. So uh, yeah, I think it's just kind of shitty old hotel that's been renovated mm-hmm. a few times, not quite keeping up with the times.
1: Yeah. So, uh, any any regret from the con?
0: Regret from the con. Um, There is the part of me that kind of wishes we participated in the AOS GT, and then the part of me that realizes I did not want to stand up and play that much AOS for the entire weekend. Um, so, yeah, I, the, yeah, it's just that, where it's like, I kind of wish I'd have done this event, but I also know the part of me that wouldn't have been as super thrilled to do that. So there's a lot of stuff like that. Where like so you know the, it, this might have might have been a good time to get into the forty k GT. It's probably the the yeah. best uh, most simple it'll ever be. But also Eldar would have been a gigantic pain in the ass. And again, yeah. that's the entire weekend. We wouldn't have had as much fun hangout time with badcast uh, people.
1: Yeah. Um yeah i i agree with that i wish i would have played in the 40k gt but the way the lighting was down there i'm glad that i didn't because i would have been fucking miserable but when you were talking about the uh standing up all weekend i was looking at sourcing those very small foldable um like camp stools that you like you know backpack with that weigh nothing to just throw on the Mm -hmm. cart so i was gonna have one of those if i was gonna do the 40k gt definitely would have helped. Yeah. any any big memorable moment that you'll you'll look back fondly on. Hmm.
0: Big memorable moments. Uh honestly, I just had a really good time just kind of bumming around the area around the convention, just like going to find the Thai place and stumbling across the really good gelato place, stuff like that. Yeah. That was really fun.
1: That was good. Uh I I didn't think I would. I really enjoyed playing on stream with those guys, and I think it was just because it was a fun game and they were great opponents and you and I both went into it more for funsies than for winning. But that was, that is definitely going to be one of my cherished Nova memories.
0: Yeah. That was a very good energy to start the day with for sure.
1: Though also the fact that like, been one of the fucking big nova volunteers who organizes everything remembers us from last year and like fucking hunted us down and hung out with us
0: yeah that was fun it's uh it's nice getting you know the old faces that you're starting to recognize Mm -hmm. and you know oh hey i got drunk with that guy on thursday last year and you know that sort of stuff uh having 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 your proper con friends that's that's a really nice thing to have
1: we got recognized by a kid for our notoriety and laser tag last year that was kind of fucking cool
0: Oh yeah, the uh, he was the, the MVP kid, the kid yeah. who was like the top rated laser or laser tag player for the kill team event for the entire country, and he was kinda yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I played against you guys last year. Hey, what's going on?" And we're like, "Oh dude, what's up?" It's like, so, "Oh, that was a we big
1: cry last year. Oh no!"
0: But in his defense, he's still the best goddamn player oh, in, in the yeah. country. So Fucking you know, nice that's kid. that's that's it. That was not us beating him. That was his team letting him down. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I will say, I do wish that they had laser tag again this year.
0: That's one of my biggest regrets, is that they did yeah. not have kill team laser tag again.
1: Yeah, but that was something that was a regret that was wildly yeah. out of our control.
0: Yes, nothing we could do, probably so. nothing we could have done to make that happen in any way, shape, or form, but I really wish they had it again, because it was so much fun.
1: Yeah, but all in all, once again, Nova was a fantastic just event. I wish it were like nine weeks long.
0: Yeah, uh, and I wish I had a lot more disposable income. Yeah, <laughs> if uh, it was nine I, weeks long, I would. Yeah, I would need great. a lot more disposable cash.
1: I uh, I stuck to my budget. You stuck to your budget as well, didn't you?
0: Mostly, uh, Mostly. Perturabo put me a little bit over, but that was such a yeah. good deal that it was like I could not help yeah. but get him. I mean, bills are paid, cats fed, so it's fine.
1: Yeah. Exactly. You know, I, I set my budget and I went a little bit over it, but not by much and not by anything that I couldn't fucking deal with. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, I think that pretty much wraps it up for Nova coverage. Uh, I do want us mm-hmm. to do an episode in the near future, though, Andrew, since we have now gone to three long distance overnight events. Uh, our first episode you know was talking about preparing for tournaments and stuff like that what to carry with you I think it would be worth revisiting that episode and kind of re-updating it a little bit now that we've got distinctly more experience in it especially in a post COVID world
0: okay worth worth potentially so, revisiting yeah
1: yeah. I'm, not a full episode probably but you know just touching on it
0: as I would say on the whole it'll be roughly the same but there'll be some little changes
1: yeah you go over our list without going into detail and then talk about the things we'll add and, you know, just throw some fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to our uh, our Patreon supporters, though, because because of you guys, it did help us pay for our hotel some at Nova. So thank you all.
0: Yes, that was a, a lovely thing to put those bucks towards. So mm-hmm. we swear we will eventually make some content for Patreon. <laughs>
1: we've we've actually got stuff ready to do it now. We we've, we've actually got yes. an idea for stuff. We have um, we
0: have a couple ideas.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that also the Patreon funds also help go towards all the swag and stickers and pins and stuff we were giving out. Yeah. So, so that was pretty cool. We got holographic stickers that we gave out at Nova. That was yeah. Those turned we were, out way we like, better than I thought they were going to be. <laughs>
0: We were like the dream of every 90s kid. You want to put that on your fucking notebook and and look real cool in the classroom. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh. All right. So, uh, Andrew, what kind of advice you got to leave the listeners on after this fucking gauntlet of an episode?
0: Yeah. uh, As of recording, we're at three hours and 16 minutes. So, uh, yeah, we're ready to go to bed.
1: Past midnight, and I open it. Yes.
0: It is definitely time for bed. Uh, So, leaving people off on advice. um, Probably kind of the same advice I gave last year we did this episode, but uh, go to Nova. It's real fucking fun. Definitely, if you can afford it, if you have the time, if you can make it, really try and go or if you can't make nova try adepticon something like that just a really big gaming convention is super fun um even if you're not big into like online communities for warhammer or something you will make friends there are good people there you will have a good time hello bosco yes I my know. god he um is... <laughs> i i'm normally in bed by now so yeah, it's uh, one of those days he's 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 very concerned um yeah, so just you know, try and hit up a, a big gaming convention if possible. If you've never been, it really is well worth the time, uh, especially if you're into like a specific game. Because there will be a 40k tournament, there will be an AOS tournament, there might be a Song of Ice and Fire miniatures game by Cool Minis or not. Malifaux, Infinity, like whatever you're into, there's mm-hmm. going to be a community there. And having a shared game is always a really good way to start a conversation, even if you're kind of an awkward person like I am. So. Uh, Do that. Go make friends. Have fun. Have a good weekend. Probably drink too much. Probably spend too much, but that's okay as long as you had fun.
1: Yeah, like Andrew said, that's that's huge. Get out there. Go to a convention. It's always worth doing. And the big thing about it is everyone is there for the same reason. So even if you are awkward and introverted, there's going to be extra extroverted introverts like myself that are there that will drag you kicking and screaming into a conversation trust me i do a podcast with one of the people that i did that to yeah (laughs) but i mean it's it's a great thing it's a great experience you'll meet fantastic friends through it and become very close with like uh michael who we met through the discord we met him at nova Uh, We hung out with him a little bit at Nova this year. He's flying down for our local RT in December. Like, you meet good people and everybody's got a lot in common. And for the most part, I would say 98% of the people in these hobbies are just super friendly folks. When you go to a convention, most of the the shitbag power gamer naysayer annoying players aren't going to pay money to go to an event which was a lot of like, I know, I know that was one of the fears that you and Ben Howe went to new Orleans. Was that like, we're just going to play against a bunch of really shitty people who are just going to suck and be assholes. But that's usually not the case at an event like this. They are definitely around. It is the exception. It does happen sometimes,
0: but on the whole, most people are there for a good time. So that, that again, helps a lot. They're on vacation as well. They're, they're aiming to have fun.
1: Yeah. So, uh, on that note, uh, you heard it here first, kids. Go to conventions, spend money, have fun, make friends. And on mm. that... Oh. What's up? Mm. Eh? None. Eh. All right, cool. All right. Uh, yeah, and everybody, thanks again for listening. I know this is a long episode, but hey, it's been a while since we had one. Uh, so just, you know, thanks for listening. Have a good night, and we will see you in a couple of weeks.
0: See you at Nova 2024
1: Yeah Punks Yeah (laughs) Bye Dice like
0: guys Must be nice To play some games with your friends Necromunda Makes you wonder How friendships
1: end So flip that table If you're able and consult your charts and grass
0: <laughs> so let's have some fun and get it
1: done or you can kiss my ass thank you once again for listening you can always contact us at dice like ice podcast at gmail.com Or find us on our Facebook or Instagram, also under Dice Like Ice Podcast. We would also like to give a big shout out to William James for our outro music and Scarlet Saturn for letting us use their music at the intro to our show.